0: Welcome to Play Along Podcast, the podcast where we play through games. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about our time in the Spirit Temple, t- tying up some loose ends, I almost said loosening up some tight ends, and that's not, <laughs> that's not the right thing. Uh, and taking on Ganon's Castle, finishing off Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Today, I am joined by Ben. Oh, wow.
1: Hello. Whew. <laughs>
2: It's great. and i'm joined by kai <laughs> i always have anxiety in this part hi <laughs> it's like what he's gonna say i know he's I gonna know say me am i prepared to say hello there's gonna the be world. a fourth person sometime and i'm gonna be real confused. uh
0: this is gerald <laughs> um but in the last episode we jesus christ what did we do in the last episode it's been a hot second we did the uh bottom of the well we mm-hmm. took on the spirit temple Sorry, no, shadow nope I was yeah, like, sh- <laughs> shadow temple and we did a third thing that Gerudo's fortress yes there we go. Gerudo's fortress i heard gorilla's fortress and i was like that's not it
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: wow so after we're in the Gerudo's fortress we have to talk to the guard that's by the gate um uh, we talk to him and he, he opens she- the gate for us it, she, yeah, I was like, bro, what you're talking about? What, whatever. Uh, Gender is a construct. Great. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> oh, well, okay. <laughs> it's getting a bit too philosophical.
2: <laughs> anyway, you talk to the, 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 the guard woman. The guard woman,
0: yes. And she uh, tells us about the Haunted Wasteland.
2: And- <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for the event. You're welcome. Uh,
0: and the Haunted Wasteland, we have to cross to get to the Shadow Temple. There's a couple things you have to make sure we have. You have to make sure you have the hook shot, or the long shot, rather. Uh, and I don't know if it's necessary, but the double magic meter. We did end up going back to one of the fairy locations to get the double magic meter, but I don't remember us, well, you most know.
2: importantly, the lens of truth, which is oh, the reason you mm-hmm. need yes. the magic meter. Yeah, yeah the le- lens of truth, not... I mean, the hookshot is also important, but... I mean, sure, but not as important <laughs> is literally the only thing that's necessary. Nah,
0: really <laughs> uh, yeah, and I don't remember us, you know, using that much magic when we were no. going through that, the... the Haunted Wasteland.
1: No, the Lens of Truth is only like... Maybe like the f- last third of the desert, I'd say.
0: Yeah, so the mm-hmm. the Wasteland is kind of split up into two parts. The first part being still this big open desert where uh, you're following these flags to kind of keep your, keep your path going. If you deviate from those flags, it will teleport you back to the very beginning of the desert. If you stand still for too long, you'll kind of sink into the sand, so you have to, no. you know, keep moving... And the second part of the the wasteland, you come to like a structure, and there is a po there. Po are, are the ghosts in this game, and you use the lens of truth to see the po, and you follow the po through the desert. It leads leads you through the the desert. Um,
2: dances around
0: for you just know, dance a around good for a ten second. minutes. <laughs> <You>
2: follow. <laughs> yeah, it
1: leads you. Yeah, it kind of it sort of zigzags, and you, you 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 know you veer to the left, and then you come all the way back across, and you're off to the right, and it is, in essence, just a straight line, but mm. the Poe takes the scenic route, and probably to use up your magic meter in case you... In case you didn't grab the double magic meter. Yeah, I mean, I didn't grab the double magic meter, and it was oh, very sure. close. Oh, it was wow. very close, yeah. I had, like, maybe a couple of seconds left. Um, uh, I wonder okay.
0: if there's a way to, like, you know, like, cheese it and make it through the desert without... You know, I wonder if you, like, did it, like, a couple times, like, trial and error, you you were able to find your path and make it through without the...
1: Maybe. I, I did wonder, because obviously we're talking about how the Poe takes this scenic route, but I do wonder right. if, um, if, like, you deviate from that route that the Poe does, if it teleports you back to mm. the beginning. Like, you can't just bird's eye view straight line across to the other side. Like, maybe there's yeah. a reason.
0: Yeah, I wonder what, like, the... Uh the ranges for that too because i mean like like you were saying the poe kind of dances around a lot and you're really just following it you know you're not you're not going the, like its exact path but you're just kind of following the general direction it's going to so i'm curious of how far away from that bidding around
2: yeah and then there's the little evil uh teeth demon i, I don't know what those are called <laughs> yeah. the,
1: the, little, the, the technical
2: little, term for the, the little tremors I don't know what yeah called. i don't know what they're called do you ever watch the
0: movie tremors no no one they're like I mean, there's like yeah, the, yes, I have, the, the but... worm creatures that live <laughs> underground, and they're how they they move and how they see you is by uh, he, like feeling your footsteps on the ground. It's the whole okay. point is like the people have to avoid touching the ground, or like these big desert worms will come up and eat them. It's a it's a oh, very gosh. like ninety. I believe, 90s, I believe early... Kevin
2: Bacon is in that movie. Is he? Yeah, they made like six of them. So alcohol. We'll go. Okay. <laughs> um, yes. So as you're, uh, you know, following the dancing po. Uh, doing the Mambo, toward the Spirit Temple, doing the you're, uh, you're also being accosted by small teeth demon who pop out of the sand. I'm trying to figure out what their names were. It's not, it's not.
1: Oh, they're called Leavers.
2: Leavers! That's I would have, right. would have never guessed you know, Leavers. Yeah, that doesn't
1: make religion. sense at all,
0: no. Uh, but yes, after you head through the uh, Haunted Wasteland following the Poe, you reach the Desert Colossus, which I thought the
2: whole time we were playing was Desert Colosseum. Yeah, he read it wrong. And so. reading
0: this right now, I was like, oh, shit. This I'm, is I'm Desert surprised Colossus. I'm surprised
2: you didn't make it the Great Desert Colosseum. <sighs> if you're <laughs> your penchant for adding great in front Here of things. We, uh, we, we were playing something the other day, and I added great to my yeah. names. It, it wasn't Zelda either. No, it was, it
0: was a random, random
2: thing. And he was like, oh, the great blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, didn't say great. Never said great. <laughs> no, I'm just great, you know? Sure. Everything's great. Uh, so you arrive at the uh, <clears throat> Desert Colossus. What was your first reaction,
1: Ben? Um... I was like I was surprised because I wasn't I expected to go straight from the haunted wasteland sort of maybe not into the spirit temple but it's so right close to it. Yeah, yeah, there's a part in the haunted wasteland where you meet the Poe. I thought that was actually the entrance to the spirit temple. Mm, there's like you do. Yeah. There's like this circular stone structure and you go down and there's a chest in there if you light a bunch of torches. Um And so I was like, okay, maybe I need to use the lens of truth because there's a plaque on the top, like you were saying, it says, it hints that you need the lens of truth. It says about, you know, only the one who can see the true way or something. So I thought, okay, maybe one of the walls inside this structure is like a fake wall from the Shadow Temple. So I need the lens of truth. Um, But no, it turns out it's the Poe. So I thought, okay, well, I I was fully expecting to enter some sort of area. Um, So then I, when I got to the to the colossus i was like okay there's just like a whole, a whole another fucking here. area like yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> the difference the difference in this desert is that there's no sandstorm so you can kind of move around this desert as much as you want there's not it's not going to bring you back to the beginning or anything like that the only real danger here is those lever things
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they're fucking pain in the ass yeah they really, well the,
0: and the problem is like if there was maybe like one or two of them they'd be like oh easy to kill but they usually come in, like, droves. There's, like, six of them or seven of them at once. Yeah, like,
1: they're, hey, like, mom. these... I know the things you're on about now. I had to think about it. They're, like, those <clears> green <throat> jello fins that come out of the sand. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they sort of, they just come straight for you. They're, like, homing. And there's, like, six of them.
0: Yeah, and you're, like, no, I don't want to fight you. This is bad. Um yeah. But right as you enter the Desert Colossus, you could easily miss it. But on your right, there's probably two palm trees and a apparent bombable wall. Wall that looks like you can bomb it, uh, yeah. and it's if you a different go...
1: color and a different crack. It's like cracked yeah, 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 and it's yeah, a yeah. bit of a different color and stuff.
0: And if you go through there, there's a great fairy fountain, and you'll the great fairy will give you a new power called Nehru's love, um, which I did not use once. I didn't use either. Well, we, we actually, we used yeah, yeah, I used, I used it
2: once. I used it once in, in the spirit temple when we were fighting the the knight, the iron knuckles, the which... iron knuckles. Oh, yeah. Talk yes. about We'll um, <laughs> get.
0: But essentially, what Nehru's love does. Is it creates this kind of protective barrier around you, and it's like defensive magic. So I I, I remember reading it, it said that you take less damage, but when we were playing, yeah, I didn't take was...
1: any damage. I tell you, that, I did use this once in oh. the Spirit Temple, and it didn't work the way I thought it would. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um But no, I didn't. I it. it I think the idea <clears> is basically <throat> that you you cast it, and then for X amount of time, you. I, I'm pretty right. sure it just says it's defensive. It's like gotcha. Um, it. I don't think it says because later on you get um, you get this power that gives you half damage. Um, and so I don't know if that's that's different to to Nehru's love.
0: Right, hmm. right.
1: I was surprised at
0: how long Nehru's love love lasted as well. Yeah, it's like, a good. 10-15 like,
1: oh, oh. seconds. Like it's a right. while. <laughs> Sorry. to all of our
0: uh, audio
2: listeners that have it at full I'm, volume I'm, I'm
1: now. adamant that Jared saves all of his coughs for obvious <laughs> <sad everything laughs> uh,
2: Unfortunately for us both, Ben, I have to deal with it every day, 24 hours No, no, no. I hold them in until right now, nope. and then I'll
0: just cough into the microphone. Yeah, it's,
2: constant.
0: Uh, it's allergies, I think. Sure. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Uh, yes, you get neighbor's love. We used it a couple times, and it was great, and I didn't really feel a need to use it after that at all. No. I mean, the only part that was really challenging was those iron knuckles, but other than that. So after, after you get neighbor's love and you're in the Great Fairy Fountain, you head towards the Spear Temple. And before you get there, Sheik, like no, does, N- No,
2: you go in.
1: You what? go in. Yeah, you yeah. go in the first time. You go in and you realize you can't do, oh, anything. do anything.
0: that's right. That's right. I do remember that. Yeah, 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 You go in and you realize you can't progress any further. So you leave. And as you're leaving, Sheik drops down yep. and says, what's up, dog? Here's the, <sighs> the Reckoning of Spirit. Just like that. And then dips out. Those down. exact
2: words. Yes.
1: Oh, no, because Sheik, Sheik actually, because um, I have in my notes here, because Sheik actually hints that you're meant to come back as a child. Right, yeah. right. It's the first time I know of Sheik actually hinting that you need to travel back in time. Right. They didn't do it for the bottom of the well. You had to kind of figure that one out. But this but time she- they're actually like, hey, yeah, go back in time. To, to do yeah, this. Sheik says something about like flowing down the river of time <laughs> and coming back as a younger or some bollocks. I can't remember. But there was a very Wait. obvious hint that you're supposed to come back.
0: Yeah, which other than gaining entrance to this section of the spirit temple. I don't know why there's a reason that you need to come back as a child.
1: You know, if it was oh, like a normal sized door. I don't I don't no, remember. No, no, no. It does it does play in. It does play in. If this you think about it. Paid it you know? Yeah, wow. <laughs> Cuz basically it's okay, so basically you water. you come back as a child and you yes. enter the spirit temple and you're introduced to what is their fucking name? Oh, they're called the, uh, uh,
0: you- uh Anubis.
1: So we are talking about? The
0: Gerudo thief? No, no
1: Nibiru. Nibiru, that's it, yeah. So you're introduced to Nibiru, and is like, hey, I'm a thief. Um, what's your thoughts on Ganondorf? And you're like, oh, you're like, screw him, he sucks. And she's like, yes, I knew you was a good one. Um, <laughs> and basically says to you that there are some gauntlets on the other side of this little right. entrance, and asks you to go in and get them for her, and bring them back to her mm-hmm so that she can i believe she's going to use them to stop ganondorf she was going to yeah, use that's what it she said. To, she's like i'm going to use those to stop ganondorf yeah so you you go off and you do the you do the fin and um and then she gets kidnapped <laughs>
0: <laughs> well it's also interesting in the very beginning when she's talking to you and asks you about you know like hey like what do you want you're given like three options it says to see the temple looking for the sages or nothing really. And <laughs> the one you're supposed to click is nothing really. And she's like, Oh, you have nothing to do. Well, can you help me? It's like, what? Why couldn't that have, have been any of the other <laughs> right. <Or to> see...
1: <laughs> Well, yeah. Cause I mean, the sage would make the most sense. Cause you're, you're right. here to find a final sage. So and she's like,
0: Oh, you're the hero. Can you actually help me with something? But no, the option you're supposed to click is nothing
2: really, which yes. And the yeah. reasoning you have to get the silver gauntlets is that the door to get to the actual spirit temple is blocked by a giant stone which you can't move until you get said gauntlets. Correct. Uh, which is why she needs to get in there to stop Ganondorf. And so you climb through the tiny little hole mm-hmm. as a child.
0: Yeah, and it's kind of like this is like the first half of this dungeon. It's like the Child Link mini dungeon before you actually start yeah. the Spirit Temple. Um, there There is a new enemy that's introduced in this dungeon called, called the Anubis. Mm-hmm. And the, what they do is they mimic the player's movement. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> when you walk into a room, they'll probably pop up straight across on the other side of the room. If you walk towards them, they'll come towards you, and they, exactly what I said, they'll mimic the player's movement. I didn't know that you can kill them with dense fire. It would have been helpful. I didn't know that either. Uh, uh, I only know yeah. that
1: because of Navi.
0: <laughs> yeah, oh. I, I had no idea. When I was doing the show notes for this, it said, oh, kill them with dense fire or lead them into the fire. And I was like,
1: yeah, if you I mean, if you um, lock onto them and they hit the button for Navi, she gives you like a little description. and She says vulnerable to fire. Mm. Uh. So that's pretty much the only use cool. that Nevi has.
2: Oh, no, yeah. this is like one of the cooler enemies. Like the, sure like a, it's like a puzzle enemy, which is nice. Right. It's a change of pace. It's not just the hacking and slashing until you can kill something. It's, you know, trying to figure out how to actually get it into where the fire is in the room. Well, and it's yeah. not
0: only that too. Like you're you're trying to maneuver yourself to position yourself where the Anubis lines up with the fire, mm-hmm. but the rooms that you're in are also kind of this maze that you have to figure out. You know, the first room that you're in has one of the little spiky hockey pucks that you have to try to avoid. I fell
1: off those ledges
0: constantly.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's sick. This is this is the first time I used, or well, the first and only time I used Neru's love because basically mm. <clears throat> in this room, so there's like a a like a natural bridge in the middle with like a right a hard gap either side a massive gap that you fall down Um, and then you've got this hockey puck in the middle and it's Anubis flowing around and off to the side in front of the door is a circle of fire and if you hit the um, there's like a switch if you hit the switch it turns the fire off so I knew they were vulnerable to fire but for some reason adult uh, child link can't use the fire arrows The fire arrows so I was like, okay. It doesn't really
0: make sense. Why can't Link use the bow?
1: I, children shouldn't play with fire. I just...
0: guess <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Not that you um, have a, a a Naruto power that creates fire, like you said before. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Um. So what I did was I used now, I turned the fire off and I was like, okay, I have this Naru's love that this fairy just gave me. Let me cast that and then the circle of fire will come around me and I'll be able to shoot the arrows through it. Mm. Uh, no, it doesn't work. No. Yeah, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> no. Um. So then I used the walkthrough and they were like, Din Fire. And I was like, oh yeah, shit. Fucking Din's Fire, god damn. Yeah, we have a
0: power that creates a vortex of fire around us. <laughs> yeah. That would have been so helpful. Especially later on when you run into these things again. Yeah, so helpful. there's like six of them.
1: <laughs> yeah, you have that room where you have to like kill all of them. You just stand yeah. in the middle.
0: Uh, another thing that's interesting is some of the enemies that you fought before, like the Green Bubbles and the Stalfos, are just huge now that you're fighting them as a young Link. Like, the Stalfos are just massive.
1: Yes, they are, like, easily three times Child Link size. It's crazy. Like,
0: they take, like, double the hits, too, because you're now a small little child and you don't have the... Yeah, you,
1: know, you don't have the Master Sword. Because <laughs> no. he uses the Deku Sword, doesn't he, Child Link?
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. he just uses the regular sword. Yeah, so... Um... But... After you do all that, you do fight one of the the mini-bosses for this mini-dungeon, which is the Iron Knuckle. Yep. Ah,
1: oh, this probably. is probably my favorite enemy of the entire oh, game. Oh, absolutely.
0: Definitely. So, Iron Knuckle is kind of this big, bulky man in a, a giant suit of armor, and he has this just massive axe. But unlike a lot of the other enemies, which kind of have this waiting period where you wait for, you know, a vulnerable spot, or wait for them to attack so you can counterattack iron knuckle just kind of comes at you
3: mm-hmm.
0: and you have to dodge his moves and you have to attack when he has, when there is an opening. Uh, it's cool. Cause this mini boss fight takes advantage of the environment. You know, if he hits you, it takes like, I think like six hearts away. From yeah, it takes it lot. takes a decent amount. Even when you're a doll link, it still takes away that much. Um, but if you can lure him towards some of the pillars in the room, if he hits them, it'll break the pillars and then hearts will come out of the pillars. So you're not only taking advantage of, or not only taking into consideration the boss you're fighting, but the environment around you too, which I think is kind of one of the first times this this game does this.
1: Oh yeah, it was definitely nice because I was kind of I thought that the Iron Knuckle would just walk around them, mm-hmm. so I was trying to use them to put a bit of distance between me and them, so that I could like, you know, kind of re- regain my composure after being knocked across the room by this giant <laughs> right. Oh no, um, he, he just
0: tosses you once you get hit by that.
1: <laughs> like, yeah, that's... and then he just like just knocked this pillar down and I was like, Oh shit. And then but then when I saw the hearts, I was like, oh, okay, okay. I think you only get free back <clears throat> from a pillar.
0: Correct. There is there's four pillars in there, so you you know Yeah, you, you do have, get a fair amount. You have a chance to, to recover after you've been smacked around by uh Iron uncle plus you do have Neighbor's Love now, so you can activate yeah. Neighbor's Love to mitigate if damage to use being it. taken.
2: Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah you've really gotten to the point in this game where there's so many different power-ups and items that it's hard to remember yeah you kind of forget um, that there
0: yeah well was, like like neighbor's love i mean uh, we i think we used it in this this is it yeah this, this is Iron the one Nuggle time we fight. used it but like going forward in in the rest of this dungeon and ganon's castle like it didn't even cross my mind that i had this thing like,
2: and i mean honestly once you know that that you can get unlimited fairies from the, the graveyard oh, yeah. outside just, of like, the temple of time it makes it so much easier yeah
1: Yeah, you're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know know if we spoke about that beforehand, but um, Temple of Time, the four stones outside, if you play the Son of Time in front of them, they spawn fairies from each stone. And you you can just do it constantly.
0: Yep, every time you play. You can just stack up fairies for whatever uh, boss or temple that you're tackling next, which was something we used constantly throughout play. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It Um, definitely
1: made uh, what wasn't already kind of easy game I mean it's gotten harder in these last couple of temples definitely mm-hmm. um but it, it was nice knowing that I could go into the spirit temple with like two bold fairies I like to keep an empty bottle just in case right um so I had two bold fairies and yeah.
0: yeah I think I think some of these like later dungeons and temples just need more like uh I don't know they're I mean they're they're more difficult but they just need like a little more strategy to them you know with with Iron knuckles—you can't just like smack it around. You have to actually be, you have to intentional with your movements and your actions. Whether that's you know, going back a little bit to break the pillar and get hearts, or you know, dodging left and right from his axe attack.
1: Yeah, because he—they kind of have this like, they have one, they have two attacks. One is like a really powerful overhead swing that gets stuck in the ground, and then the other is um, this like double swing they do. It's like forward and then backhand. But the thing to note is that I guess as you, I don't think we said this, as you deal damage to them, eventually it gets to, because they have this big cumbersome armor and they move really slowly and then it gets to a point where you knock part of the armor off as you take down as they take damage and then they start to move very fast compared to what they did beforehand. Right. And that makes like, like you were saying, you
0: you move towards the pillars to give yourself some distance between you and Iron Knuckle. When he does shut off that armor, that makes that much more difficult to do, because he does move extremely faster than he did before. Oh yeah,
1: com- definitely. Do you need to grab some water, Jared? You're alright, man? No, I'm good. I'm co- I'm drinking water right now. It's not helping. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's the fact that we're coming to the end of Ocarina. It's just got you wet Yeah, out. I'm getting, getting teary-eyed. I'm getting and emotionalized. Choked up and he, This is my he, childhood, you, you know. know
2: um, but speaking about the, the Iron Knuckle specifically, it's one of the enemies I think as well that they did a good job bringing from the previous games. I mean, Iron oh Knuckle is in zelda 2 and is a knight similarly Correct, you know yeah. unlike the some of the other enemies that they kind of ad- adapted into 3d in a different mm-hmm. way but uh much less of an annoying enemy in ocarina than it is in uh, zelda 2 it's one of the hardest most frustrating uh enemies in in kind of the side-scrolling uh top-down games so I mean that game yeah, from I the can't... hardest most frustrating Zelda games.
1: So. Yeah, so but uh... <laughs> Yeah, I can't imagine I can't imagine fighting this Finn in like a top down 2D view. Oh gosh. Like it's it was depressed. it was challenging enough in 3D. Oh man.
0: You you need to play through Zelda 2, Ben. We we just finished it what, last
2: year or 2019. Yeah, 2019. Um, that's neither here nor there <laughs> uh, but yeah. Yeah.
0: After, after you defeat the iron knuckle you go outside you go through a door that leads to outside of the the, sh- the spirit temple and there you get a chest that has the silver gauntlets so now you can you can move the large op- objects that are blocking you from entering the temple uh but as you walk outside ben as you alluded to before is out there with these two witches, and the witches are, are putting a spell on her that's sucking her into the ground?
1: Yeah, they're basically, like, teleporting her away somehow. Yeah. Um, I, I because wrote down I the names.
0: Think... Komu and K- Kotake? K- Koteke? Yeah. yeah.
1: Kotake! Um, K- the sorcerer sisters. Yes. Yeah. Um, But they, I think they're taking her away because they know that she's anti-Ganondorf. Right. I'm pretty sure that was the reason because they knew she was like part of like they don't call it the resistance, but basically, like <laughs> that's what it is. Resistance. Um, so yeah, she gets taken away. Anybody
0: that uh, is not is not fall with cannon. Anybody that doesn't, uh, yeah,
1: yeah and which it, is yes. very
0: convenient for us,
1: right? Yes, yeah. very. Because this is the weird part. Because you <clears throat> obviously, because at first I was like, well, I didn't know before. I know she got before the kidnapping happened. I was like, well. Right. Because you you could find out the gauntlets can only be worn by an adult. Right. So I was like, well, why would Link take these gauntlets? And then I was like, what, am I going to play the Requiem of Light, go back to the Temple of Time, and then come back as an adult with these gauntlets? Like, why wouldn't I just give her the gauntlets and let her stop Ganondorf? Like... Makes Give no it makes someone else a day. No, we've
0: we've been through enough.
1: It <laughs> makes no sense. And then she got kidnapped. I was like, ah, oh, there, go, there okay, it is.
2: Right, <laughs> plot. <laughs> Which is sucking her into the 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 nether, the vortex, the shadow, the, sh- th- the shadow realm, if you will.
1: Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you you go to the temple of light, and then you come back. You transform into an adult, and you come back to the uh, the temple of time, the temple of time, and then you come back as. An adult to the spirit temple. There you go. Yeah, come. there's
0: a lot of like going to the spirit temple and then temple of time and then back to the spirit temple again.
1: Yeah,
2: there, you know, the, A lot of time travel <laughs> for gratuitous reasons, but eh, it, it, it was. It's a fun little mini dungeon. It's. I think yeah. it's the last time you really get to go back as as child Link. So. Right, right.
1: Yeah. Definitely. Yeah.
2: And I mean, I, I think this spirit temple is
0: probably one. Of my favorite temples that we do, I really like some of the smaller ones, like the Ice Cavern. um But the Spirit oh, and- Temple was just really intuitive and fun to play through.
1: Yeah, I mean, I have on my notes like the the Spirit Temple, not the the mini dungeon beforehand where your child link. No, but the, the one <laughs> when you're Spirit- adult link. <laughs> yeah, the actual Spirit Temple as adult link <clears throat> is the first, except for one part at the very, very end the whole temple is the first time i didn't use the walkthrough this is my favorite right. temple in terms of the larger ones this is my yeah, favorite yeah. temple of the whole game um, Well, and
0: it also, it also didn't feel like you know i didn't run into a part where it was like not completely obvious what i needed to do you know there wasn't like a, a small key in the beginning that i missed or there wasn't a lot of uh, there wasn't a lot of backtracking there's a little bit but there's not a ton like how the water temple is or or others like that um and i think you know, that really the, helped with the spirit temple
1: yeah, because it's it's even small things like, you know, you it's one of the first temples where there's only one locked door at a time. Right. And you get one key, and that one key yeah. unlocks that one door, and then you progress. It's not like right. at the Walker Temple, I think at one point I had two or three different small keys, and I was like, Jeez. what one am I supposed to use where? And that was how I ended up <laughs> See I ended a key up key ring it.
0: full of keys, <laughs> just the janitor over here.
1: Yeah, like that's how I ended up missing it. And I had to backtrack all the way back to the beginning right. because I didn't have enough keys for the certain points. And yeah, but I mean, the Spirit yeah. Temple is, is hands down a lot more intuitive. Yeah. Um, it just
0: feels more streamlined, you know? And I think, like definitely. you said, having having there be only one kind of locked door at a time, and it doesn't make it feel linear by any means either. You know, you're still, it does, it still feels like you're exploring this dungeon or this temple rather, and you're trying to figure out, okay, what do I do next? Where do I go next? Mm-hmm. Do I have to yeah, because it means you have to go back.
1: So when you first enter it, there's like there's that circular room with the bemo in the middle. Right. Um, and then there's three doors. One of them's locked, and then like, one of them's barred. And then there's two doors off to the side. One of them has a locked door in it, and the other one has a passageway you can get through. Mm. So even though there are three ways to go, there isn't really, because there's only that one way. Right, And then that, that one way brings you back through the barred door and when you come back you have a small key so you know okay I need to go through to the other door and it just all flows very nicely. Very mm. nicely. Except that, like I, I hinted to it that yeah. one bit at the very very end that we'll get to. Oh, um, yeah. Isn't there an isn't there a two iron knuckle fight in this? You have to fight two of
2: yeah, correct. Yeah, one one white and one traditional colored. No, no, no. I'm not gonna one call like it red. Steel but it. The, the traditional color. Yeah, iron knuckles.
0: Uh, yeah, there 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 are two iron knuckle fights that you do, uh, and one of them's one of them's pretty important. But uh, we'll get to that in a second. Um, but as you make your way through the spirit temple, you get things like the compass and the uh, the dungeon map, like like normal temples um and then you get to a large room that has like this big statue of a woman in it it's a large large statue um after this you get the item that you use in the uh spirit temple which is the mirror shield um and i actually really like the mirror shield the mirror shield not only looks super cool but it's just it's a fun item to use in general
1: yeah, so the, the idea is that it is literally what it says. Um a, and you shoot, use it to a mirror. Yeah, you use it to um reflect sunlight in different mm. parts of the temple to solve different puzzles. And it just looks nice. It's like red oh, outline yeah. and then it's got like this shiny surface. I've rolled a red tunic just so it kind of all Yeah, that's you know, what i was gonna say. Know, so we, did we.
2: we. We had to match it, yeah. You know? Yeah, well exactly, and also yeah. the the gauntlets are like this silver and red color too.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can't run around in a green tunic. Like, come on! No, man, no what the hell! No,
2: you gotta, you gotta mattress shield. You don't want to run around looking like Christmas. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so you have to, you have to use this, this uh, mirror shield to shine sunlight on little smiley suns. Oh, are... they are creepy. They're terrifying. They have a <laughs> terrifying face. Yeah, they're. You know,
1: it's because like they're they're like they're just on the wall, like they're painted. Right. And then you shine the sunlight on them and they come to life and the sun bits start to move and it has this weird big like smile and these smile? massive Ugh. eyes. It's like you're
0: too it's just... happy, stop.
1: <laughs> it looks like it's tripping on LSD <clears throat> or something. Like it's a really disturbing looking sun.
0: Here you yeah. Go. Um, and it alludes to this a little bit in the beginning too when, <clears throat> when you play through it as, as child Link because you have to bomb a bombable wall you you find one of these little smiling switches on the floor, and you bump a wall which sheds light onto it. So it kind of alludes to in the 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 next half of this dungeon, you're going to be using sunlight to kind of activate these switches to you know open doors or or progress further into the dungeon.
1: Yeah, and it it was nice as well that you the way that you use the mirror shield is you press the button to hold the shield, but because you're not Z-targeting, Link crouches mm-hmm. down. And you can use the movement stick to move the shield in, like, the 3D right. world. Kind of which is nice. the
0: sunlight in the direction of the switch.
1: Yeah, exactly. Because there's um, there's a room later on where there are four different suns in the one room, and only one of them actually unlocks the correct door. The other ones summoned Wallmasters, which <laughs> goes against your theory, Jared. The wall masters don't appear after the show. Yeah, I Te- know.
2: Technically, that was my theory. Yeah, the- God, oh, was man, what it? the hell? I'm the, the, the internet, the internet had lied to me. uh Yeah, apparently that that theory was incorrect. You know those those conspiracies on the internet. Right. Oh, yeah, when we got to that point, we're like, oh, I guess I that, guess I was wrong.
0: I guess that wasn't <laughs> true because there's still wall masters all over the place. But and now I got know. caught the first time. That I got it wrong too because I didn't realize that it was descending. Yeah. I was just kind of going yeah. through and like hitting all the sun switches with the beam of light. And then I was like, oh, well, there's a wall master. You were wrong. This yeah. is your fault. Yeah, I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe it's just like no more can be made. Like once the ones in the world are gone, that's just it.
2: There we go. Sure. Let's support my theory. <laughs> <Even though it's... laughs> um, oh my gosh. Yeah. Continuing uh, through the, the spirit temple.
0: Yeah. There's. Uh, there's one section that's right before you get the um, mirror shield. And it's a room with a bunch of the, I think they're called Armos, the little kind of statues that are frozen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they activate when you get towards them or if you hit them with bombs or anything. And to the right, there's a bar door and there's a button in the middle. Oh, and if you go push the button, nice. yeah, if you press the button, the, the doors, the doors open up and you're like, okay, cool. But if you get up off the button, the gates, Shut it and lock the door again. And for the longest time, I was trying to figure out how to do this. And even the walkthrough isn't really 100% sure how to do it either. So essentially, what we had to do is walk towards the locked gate, throw a bomb towards the Armos, and hope that the Armos steps on the button as he tries to hop towards you, opening the gate and allowing you to go to the next room, which happens to be where the mirror shield is.
1: Okay. See I did it. I stood oh, on the s I stood on the switch because I wasn't reading the walkthrough for this. Right, so, right. So um I I realized that um, you know, the switch comes up and the door closes again. So I stood in the right. middle and I spin attacked and hit all four of them. And then what I did was I started to run towards the door and the two <clears throat> behind as they hopped towards me landed on the switch. Um, and I was just like, shit, quick, get the door, quick. Um, but the bomb makes more sense. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even on the walkthrough, it says your only option is to stand by
0: the bar door on the south side of the room and hit the armo statue in the far corner, causing it to hop towards you and, and then in parentheses, hopefully, <laughs> onto the switch and unlocking the door for a brief moment.
1: Yeah. It is, um, I mean, it, I made it sound easy, but it did take me a couple of attempts to get them to actually get onto the switch in such a way that I could be near the door and go through it
0: it's odd because this I mean I guess this is quote unquote like a puzzle but you really don't have any control in the sense of making this puzzle work it's all that the Armos is in the right direction and you're standing in the right direction where it'll hop and actually land on the button
1: which is weird given that in other areas of this temple they have those rusted switches that you can hit with the hammer right yeah It's it's just a puzzle to dick with you truth like, <laughs> <Right>.
0: <laughs> like why why didn't they make it a rusted switch and when you hit it of course it activates the switch but you're, you get close to the beamos uh, not the beamos the um the armos and that activates all of them they hop towards you and you have to try to escape without getting hit by them you know
1: or even rotu you know if you could just have rotu back for one puzzle and just put her on the switch <laughs> and run through. Just
0: call, her up. call her up. I You're mean, like, she's yeah, a sage
1: yeah. now, so she's busy. I know. But. You're right. I mean,
0: she's she's significantly larger in this time, so she'd have to go back in time to a younger self. Yeah, so she can wear the No, there's a lot of you know, there's a lot. Of uh,
2: after you figure out your own special way of hitting the button, you <laughs> go to a room and there's another iron knuckle. Actually, I believe it's one of the first iron knuckles you fight as Adult Link. Correct. Uh, and then you defeat said iron knuckle yeah. to uh, get the the shield, the mirror shield, in which we spoke about.
0: Right. Right um and i mean it was it, it seems significantly easier this time around i mean part because we had fought one before but also now instead of having the the kokiri sword you have access to the master sword which you know deals a little more damage
1: mhm mhm i do also want to talk about this um this room because i actually really enjoyed this room um mm-hmm. i believe it's where you get the boss key right um and you you go in and there are essentially a bunch of these fake doors on the wall.
0: Oh, yes, yes. And there this. is
1: like a, I think there's a ring of fire around the boss key chest or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, it says in here that you can blow one up a certain one um, to reveal that there's a golden eye switch behind it. Right. Now, I, ha- I had run out of bombs. <laughs> no. So I was having to run up to the door, pretend to open it, wait for it to fall down, roll away, like roll away before it rolled down, <laughs> and then get an arrow ready. Because I, I was just trying to open all of them. I thought, well, there must be something right. behind... Because there's about five or six. Mm-hmm. I think I managed to take out one or two of them.
0: Uh, um, how many times did you get crushed by a door before you were successful?
1: Oh, about two or three times, yeah. You know, <laughs> hey, okay, there, okay, there, there you, go. you go.
2: Yeah, that makes sense. That tracks.
1: Um, But yeah, you kind of... You, you know from... I believe it's the fire temple, you know, that you can kill them with bombs. Right. Um, So it's like that return an enemy kind of thing. Um, But when I ran out of bombs, I was like, oh, shit, because obviously it's it's very obvious that the doors have something to do with getting the key. I thought it was like, you know, one of those rooms where you have to eliminate all the enemies in the room first. Right, right. Said, so and I was standing there, like, "Gee, how the fuck am I going to kill these doors? Like, I've got, I've got no bomb chews, I've got no bombs. Like, what the hell am I going to do? <laughs>
0: <laughs> going to open all of them and hope they don't crush you? That's Pretty much. Uh,
2: That's- Once you're crushed by the five uh, fake doors, you <laughs> finally reveal uh, a golden eye, which you shoot with the uh, with a, with a, with an arrow, and then you yeah. get the boss key. Yeah,
0: good old good old bow and arrow. Uh, after you get the boss key you head towards a section. And I kind of really like this little section. Um, It's like a series of of hallways and rooms that have these larger mirrors on them. Mm -hmm. And there's kind of two handles on the side allowing you to position the mirror in certain directions to bounce light off of. And essentially you have to just move them in a certain way. So the light travels throughout each room and then back into the main room, giving you access to uh, this kind of lowering not, not drawbridge, a lowering platform that brings you back to the, the, the room that has the giant statue in it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And now that you're in the room, what you're apparently supposed to do is uh, shine the light on the statue's face, which crumbles away the, the, I don't know, dirt, clay, whatever the material is on the statue's face.
1: Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't make sense. You're kind of so it's very obvious that the light is to do with something. So you Right, right. You're standing on this platform and there's a single beam of light coming down. And you know, okay, I need to use the mirror shield for something. I was shining the mirror shield onto the because it's like a woman's face with a snake above her head. Mm-hmm. I was shining the light, the sunlight onto the snake eyes, thinking, oh, maybe I have to unlock like light the snake eyes up and do something. Um and this is the game, this is the part I was talking about when this was the first time I checked the walkthrough. Right. Um, right. Because it makes no sense. It makes no sense. You, the, the Maybe it's just me, but the statue didn't look visibly damaged. No. Because I, I assume the idea is that the statue's old now that you're adult. And shine the light kind of, you know,
0: deteriorates yeah. away the, the remainder of the statue's face. It, it. I don't know. It makes no sense to me. No, uh, no what
2: doesn't make any sense is that the main mechanic of this uh temple is sunlight and there's not a single spirit involved in the <laughs> whole temple. There's no po, there's no spiritual being. It's all it should be been the sun temple if we're being honest. It should be called the sunlight temple. Maybe maybe it's like a translation thing. And it was like some kind of like sun or light temple. I
0: guess there is already a light. There's a light ad, uh creature
2: sage sage that's what i was trying to think wow sage there you go um but yeah so you shine your your special light on the face of a of an old statue this is also where i I, ascend i was
0: was confused because i I (laughs) had to use the walkthrough at this part after you shine the light on the statue's face it breaks apart revealing kind of this this small pathway that's blocked by a gate and i was so confused how to get across because there's there's a decent amount of distance between this this statue and the platform that you were you were lowered on mm-hmm. and so what you have to do is you have to hook shot the Yeah. yes which makes it... no sense because so. the grate's metal
1: yes see it's the only time in the game that you um that you hook shot onto metal for some reason
0: well, any other time, it makes that, you know, generic, even not metal, rock walls make that <laughs> generic, like, clinking sound, like, oh, that's metal, you can't hookshot that. Yeah. But for some reason, yeah. this gate is special and you're allowed to hookshot it.
1: It makes zero sense.
0: Yeah, it really doesn't. But, anyways, you hookshot across and that leads you right into the door leading to the boss room. Twin Rover. You fight the dungeon boss,
1: which is Twin
0: Rover. Well, um,
1: hang on, there's, there's a wee bit before it. There is there is another iron knuckle fight beforehand. Oh, you're right. Oh, the
2: devil.
0: Yes. So there is there is another iron knuckle fight right before this, uh, and and you start off this iron knuckle fight, you know, normal like any of the other ones, backing into corners, breaking breaking pillars to get hearts and everything. Uh, I don't think we use the the Nera's law on this one. No. no. Uh, but once you defeat this iron knuckle, you you find out that that iron knuckle was NabuRu. Mm-hmm. that the twin rova had turned her into one of the iron knuckles and you had to defeat her to progress which i i totally forgot about that part so it was really interesting seeing that for the for
1: well because that time. was yeah that was the whole point when i was like because this was the first temple i was playing and i was like who is gonna be the sage right normally right. there's there's like a bit where you you kind of have an inkling of you know who like. Is. Yeah, like Rotu gets mentioned at the beginning of the Water Temple, and Saya's mentioned at uh, you know, the Forest Temple, and even Impa's briefly mentioned by Sheik before you head to the Shadow Temple. Right. Um, but this is the first one where there's no mention of of anyone that might be a sage. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought, I thought Nibiru had just disappeared. Like, I thought she'd just been taken. Like That was it. She's dead for good. She's gone.
0: Shadow Realm. <laughs> but she was she was kind of the mini boss for this uh second section of the Spirit Temple. Which is good. I, I mean I, I like the iron knuckle fights, they're fun. Yeah, like, they're never not welcome. I'm like, yeah, yeah
1: throw some more iron knuckles well, at me. If if I remember with her as well, her armor is a slightly different colour. Correct. And if when I, I locked onto her and Navi I was like, "Why is it a different color?" I pressed a button for Navi, and Navi was like, "Said it was an iron knuckle, but it said this one doesn't look like your regular iron knuckle." Right. So immediately, I was like, oh, "Okay, something's something's different."
0: Yeah, I mean, and as as much fun as the iron knuckle is, it makes me wish that there were more enemies like this in this game. That they had more, whether they be mini mini dungeon bosses or just normal enemies that had this, you know, mechanic like. Uh, Iron Knuckle does where you're not only fighting this this enemy but you're taking into account your environment too
1: yeah exactly
2: yeah it has like stages where you knock off the armor and then it you know increases its difficulty but becoming faster Right.
1: it's just yeah you think for like the for the you know first 3D Zelda that there would have been more bosses that kind of took advantage of that mechanic Right, right, and it and it's interesting too,
0: kind of these mechanics and this character behavior, because this is a lot how Breath of the Wild plays. You know, there's enemies that are almost in the the exact same setup where you're in this square room, and there's these four pillars, and the enemy has to hit the pillars, and okay. then that's how you you know make it vulnerable. And all the enemies in Breath of the Wild have the same thing where you're not sitting waiting for a weak spot; you can slash at it as much as you want. And you can get hit by their attacks. You can dodge and stuff like that. So it's cool to see see those mechanics it, 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 at least a little bit in of time.
1: Yeah, at least at least it's there. But um, after after that Iron Knuckle fight, that's when you get to Twin Rover, right? Twin Rover, two scary little witches. I had a big big issue with this boss fight. Oh really? <gasps> Do tell. Share the well, gods. so. The so the whole silver. point is that one of them is like a frost witch and Correct. one of them is a fire witch. And so Navi points out that uh, the frost is fire, we vulnerable to fire or to high temperature and the high temperature is vulnerable to low temperature. So you're like, OK, <clears throat> maybe there's something I have to do. So um, they start firing the beams at you. This whole first part was fine, by the way. They fire right. the beams at you, and you use your mirror shield to deflect it back into the opposite witch. The so, other witch. correct. Yeah. So, if the ice witch is firing a beam, you aim it at the fire witch. It was kind of hard because there were certain times that the witches were flying behind me as one of them was firing, it's, and you can't. It's Also, really... not like
2: super intuitive to aim. <laughs> the aiming's never been intuitive throughout the <laughs> yeah. entire game. Aiming yeah. is never easy. There'll
0: be times where the other witch is like not in a. a... Appropriate position where it makes sense to aim at it, and then you do try, and it like runs out, and you're like, okay, I gotta, I gotta do that over again.
1: Yeah, yeah, but this my my issue was after after a certain amount of time, um, they're like, oh, okay, he wants to like, you know, he wants to take it up a level, and yeah, and they fuse into Twin Rover. Twin Twin Rover is like the the, uh, yeah the Dragon Ball version of them, um, and Twin Rover has either like. A rod of fire or a rod of ice. So when you, I use Navi to find out what to do, and Navi right. was like bounce their attack back at them, or no, it was like return the attack back to them. Right. So I was like, okay, we're playing tennis. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> <More> <laughs> because tennis, time just tennis. because these ones Twin Rover doesn't shoot beams; she shoots like balls of fire or balls of ice. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, well, if you know, we did this in the Forest Temple, cool, I'll knock it back. Um, and I died because I was just like, Maybe I'm not getting the timing down, maybe I'm not like Oh, you're trying to hit him with I'm sword? Like, yeah, I was trying to bounce it back, like playing tennis with, with Ganondorf. Um And so I was like, What the fuck am I gonna do? I died, loaded back up, got into the boss fight, tried to do it again, I was like, right, I'm clearly missing like I'm clearly missing something. So I was like sitting there trying to think what to do while the boss fight was still happening. And she threw a fireball at me. And without thinking, I blocked it. And the shield absorbs the fireball Mm -hmm. and starts to glow and is like making this pulsing sound. Right, right. Um, Yeah, yeah, when you first get the mirror shield, and that's
0: that's where I remembered. It says, oh, you can reflect the light and also absorb magic. So I was like, oh, okay. uh, I
1: I didn't read that bit.
0: Yeah, and I think the same thing with you. My my, just kind of gut reaction at first was to block when that fireball came towards me and I absorbed it. And I was like, oh, yeah, I remembered I can absorb elemental magic. So that's how I realized, like, okay, I need to just absorb their attacks. And then eventually, when you absorb about three or four of them of the same element, by the way, because she'll throw fire and uh, ice element at you. And when you absorb three or four of the same one, you reflect the attack back. And if you get close enough, it'll hit Twin Rova and then you. Jump over the platform and hit her a couple of times with your sword.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was and um. In your defense, you have been set up to play tennis. To play tennis. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. The so, mechanic you know. of this game, mm-hmm. and then <laughs> suddenly you have a you have a new item which is not used in the same way. Right. Yeah, I
1: didn't. I, it. To be honest, if I'd actually read the mirror shield, I probably would have understood. Um, right. I remember reading it and saying that it reflects light, but I don't remember anything about absorbing magic. So yeah, that's fully on me. Um, just as a side note, while yeah. you, while we was talking, um, I was curious about if the Spirit Temple was a a, a loss of translation from Japanese to English, mm. um, and it isn't. Oh. It's actually um, in Japanese. It's actually called the Spirit Temple as well. Like the oh. the the literal translation is um, fucking I forgot now bollocks. One sec, Tamashi no Shinden um so a shinden is like the main building of a temple right. and tamashi is um is japanese for spirit so there the so- translation it
0: just didn't make any sense <laughs> it just
1: doesn't make <laughs> whatever, sense
0: whatever whatever culture you're from it doesn't make any sense i mean i
2: guess which is their spirits spirits
1: oh maybe. Uh, maybe maybe that's where they got it from yeah
0: interesting um but w- w- what is really interesting is you ultimately do um well, well, First of all, when Twin Rova first fuses together, they look kind of grotesque at first. Before they fuse, <laughs> yes. they, do, they become sexual for no reason, and like she at you before you start the the boss fight. And it's like, what are, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, what is this? What is this Twin Rova?
1: Yeah, uh, this was weird because they're like, I, I mean, I'm not saying this. Like, this is they're kind of <laughs> from from the beginning. They're made out to be these like grotesque old like witches.
0: Grotesque
1: kind of like, yeah, like look, you know, they got these. Like misshapen noses and their faces are like really. Yeah, you have a moves,
0: by the way, you're beautiful. You know, don't let anybody put you down.
1: Yeah, it's not. It's just the game is making it very obvious that these are like you know, quote unquote, ugly witches, right? Um, and then they fuse together and they become this one gigantic, quote unquote, attractive witch, sexy witch, <laughs> just... with like yeah, these big boobs and it's like winking at you and it's like.
2: What something what? for the kids, something <laughs> for the dads. It's got everything. Did
1: you know that um, the two witches, Komu and Kotake, are Ganondorf's surrogate mothers?
0: Yes, I, 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 I did know that. I didn't remember until you said that. But I was like, oh,
1: I did not know. I because I was using Navi to find out what their weakness was, and it was like right. Ganondorf's surrogate mother. I was like, wait, what? Whoa, getting all meta. Like, <laughs> Just throwing that in there, <laughs> Navi. What Navi? What? <laughs> Elaborate, please. Can you explain this a little more? <laughs> How did you find out this information? Yeah, considering like Ganondorf's the first male to be born in a hundred years, like you can't just f- throw this at me mid-boss fight. Just like, oh yeah, by the way, you're you're you know, you're killing Ganondorf's mom, just so you
0: know. Can you stop for a second so I can just process <laughs> this guy? <laughs> can we just think about this? Uh well, unfortunately you do kill Ganondorf's Serena. That's, un- that's not
2: unfortunate. And
0: uh, almost legitimately <laughs> kill them because as you defeat them they get little halos above their heads. A oh, yeah. beam of light <laughs> comes over
2: them and they le- they legit just go to heaven. Which is inaccurate. Because yeah. so they're going straight to the Satan's realm or whatever. Yeah, the shadow,
1: the realm. shadow realm. Oh, 100%. Yeah. But yeah, they, they have just like bicker about, you know, one of them Who's saying older. that she's 30 years older and it's like, well, you're twins. <laughs> like, how can you be old? <laughs> but yeah, they, they do. They literally ascend in a blue light with halos above their head.
0: Yeah, it's... It, it's Which wild, is the
1: first though. time it's happened in the whole game. And we've killed yeah. many so bosses so far. That,
0: that's what makes me think that like you just knocked we, everyone we killed them. Everyone else is either banished to the shadow realm or they're just <laughs> knocked out, but we killed these two women. It's
2: fine with mm-hmm. me. I'm here for you. <laughs> here for the send link murdering. Send them to, send them to the They're actual spirits. It's the first time. There you go. There you go. Oh, baby, the there spirit. you go. There we are. <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> um yeah, that is that is the spirit temple.
1: And then you find out afterwards that Naburu was the, the sage of spirit.
2: That's not
0: what I thought you were going to say. I thought I was going to skip right to the next part. I was like, <laughs> Jesus Ben, hold on! Pump <laughs> no. the brakes! Off
1: the brakes. Uh, this this uh, random woman <laughs> that you made a promise to seven years ago who spent seven years being brainwashed by Ganondorf's surrogate mothers into becoming an iron knuckle is somehow the spirit of the sage of spirit? Hey, she's... Yeah. she's-
0: She's been through a lot, okay. Let's give her this one. I yeah, we're
2: like, <laughs> man, we
0: are out of main characters. We ran out of people. <laughs> we didn't pick somebody to be the next uh, uh, spirit.
3: room? Why is she mark? <laughs>
0: it's, and it's odd that she doesn't come up at all when we do Garuda Fortress. Not at all. The first no, time we meet strange. Her, the first time we meet
2: her is in the Spirit Temple. Yeah. Hmm. Everyone's mind's blown? I mean there's no there's another thing in this game that has no uh answer but because of plot. Like that was lot. uh
0: yes, so you get the spear medallion, you find out that Niburu is the uh spirit of Sage of the Spirits. I was gonna say spirit of spirits, but that didn't really make any sense.
3: Um,
0: <laughs> and after and, and Ben maybe you can elaborate on this, we we head to the Temple of Time but I don't remember why. <laughs> did Navi uh, tell us we had to head
1: to the Temple of Time? Um, <clears throat> I believe that in the cutscene after you get the medallion, there is a mention of now that all of the sages are... Oh, yes, now the, that we have all the sages... Go to the Temple of Time. Go to the Temple of Time. Yeah, and I, I'm pretty sure Nabooru says that somebody is waiting for you at the Temple of Time.
0: Yes, I remember that.
1: Which is why um, you had there. So we head to the Temple of Time because <laughs> someone is waiting there for
0: us. So now that we've we've gathered together all the sages, we head to the Temple of Time, and who's there but Sheik? And she's like, Sheik's like, we, she's like, hey, what's up, guys? He's like, hey, how's it going? Also, I'm Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting. Sheik is Zelda.
1: This is the one thing. This is the the thing I was saying about that I remembered from um, from the game Play playthrough. And um, also
0: we um, did a fantastic job of not revealing it at all during this entire playthrough, saying yeah. she and he the, the, loosely. The, pro- the pronouns
1: were great. Yeah, the pronouns were all over the place. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: it, was, it was a dumpster fire. Um, well, it,
1: not only is Sheik Zelda, Zelda is also the seventh sage who will guide all of the other six sages in the fight against Ganondorf. That's a lot.
2: That's a lot to process. Right. Link's
1: just like, wait, hold, wait, you were Sheik
2: this whole time? I believe yeah. also they talk about the Triforce as well, right? That's where Link learns that. That's he's... the
1: explanation, yeah. Yeah, 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 he, yeah. he
2: courage. He's the Triforce. Of well, courage.
1: she she also
0: breaks down the whole thing of what happened with Ganondorf. Uh, Ganondorf went to the Sacred Realm and grabbed the Triforce, but if the individual does not have a pure heart, they're only given part of the Triforce that matches. I guess the their... thing that is closest yeah, to the them. the thing that is closest to them, and then the other two pieces get put in chosen individuals so because ganon did not have pure intentions he had the triforce of power and then wisdom went to uh, zelda and courage went to link mm-hmm. yeah,
1: it's you know, this, this it's idea of like destined ones isn't it
2: correct isn't that convenient <laughs> pure heart like that yeah. just works out that's nice i don't think any of us have a pure heart i, <laughs> I mean
1: his, not- his, his heart was like purely set on destroying the world I don't know yeah, if I yeah it, was, it was all <laughs> bad true. intentions. We did kill two women
0: just earlier before this. So I don't know how. PR he's mums. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but we how did cool. it because he's bad. We did he it. yeah. Justification. But have we seen Ganondorf's perspective? Maybe hey, he was like, "We're, a, like we're a... courageous. We're not honorable." <laughs> okay, gotcha. read the treadless. Jeez.
2: <laughs> um, but yeah, so so we've learned that the three uh, aspects of the Triforce are separated into to us, Zelda, and Ganondorf.
0: Which, by the way. I really wish that you hadn't known this because this is kind of like a big reveal, but there's a lot of information that she just kind of piles on you. She's well, like, not
2: only that, okay, she piles on the information and then suddenly she gets crystallized by Ganondorf. <laughs> He's pretty much like, ha ha, I knew if I left him alive, you would reveal yourself. Like 15 minutes after she's like, I'm Zelda, la la la, and then all of a sudden it's just like, well... She's been captured. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, seven years posing posing as chic has definitely refined her attitude, and she's a lot more. Um, she's a lot less elitist than, yeah. than self, that scene in the. Now. Yeah, I, I don't mind Adult Zelda. Adult, adult Zelda's like a bit. She's a bit woke. She's she's like. <laughs> <some stand-up laughs> she's, seen, she's seen some shit. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. she's been through it. Uh,
1: but before she uh, gets
0: crystallized by Ganon, she gives you the light arrows. Yeah, which nice. are are crucial in this next uh going through Ganondorf's castle. It um, is. Yes.
1: yeah, you well, physically could not do it without them. Actually, yeah, shit. Oh no,
0: no, you can't. You have to have these to proceed. But before we go to Ganon's castle, Kai and I tightened up a lot of loose ends.
2: Gross. Why would you say <laughs> it like that? We loosened up. a... Oh, he read it like that because that's what's on the walkthrough. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> no, it's just <laughs> tying. You yeah. said tighten. Oh, that's my bad. Ew. I'm disliking. Anyway. We're tying up loose ends. We decided that there was some empty inventory slots that yeah. we needed to fill.
0: That which, couldn't be empty. Which well, the- not only that. because So, I hadn't done any of these side quests. In the multiple times I've played through Ocarina of Time, I've never got the Bigoran Sword. I apparently haven't done the Ice Arrows, and I never have gotten all <laughs> of the bottles. So, we're like, you know what? Let's do that. Let's, let's do all these side quests before... Yeah we go to Ganon's castle the Bagoron sword actually does double damage from the master sword yes which i mean the master sword is supposed to be like this holy sword and now there's this other sword that's better apparently okay
1: mm-hmm. very confusing. And now and i mean let's talk about you know the ice arrows that physically do not have a use in the entire game
0: no no they don't even and they're one. and they're right at the end too like you don't you really don't need we
2: them we didn't use them we didn't use we them we got no. them and never used them nope but i don't have an the full
1: bottle would fine. be nice so yeah
2: uh let me let me let me weave you a tale here of the confidence of jared and uh, the ice arrows <laughs> doesn't doesn't look through the walkthrough he's like i'm gonna get the ice arrows don't even worry about it he's like you don't even have to play I, I got this goes to the uh gerudo it's like the archery like. the archery area and he's like look we gotta hit bullseyes i gotta get a thousand points and they're gonna give me the ice arrows goes through this lo and behold you get heart piece if you do that and then they're like if you get 1500 points We'll give you something better. And he's like, all right, I got this. But we have the small wallet, so we can't even afford to do the damn arrow thing. So I'm like, all right, let me me look it up and make sure this is how you get the ice arrows. It wasn't even how we get the ice arrows. He was so confident. He's like, I remember doing this as a kid. He's like, this is how you get them. It was 100% not how you get them. It was just for heart pieces. Uh, What's your response?
0: My response is I never have gotten the ice arrows before. There you go. Because what we did to get the ice arrows I wouldn't I wouldn't uh put on my worst enemies.
1: <laughs> <laughs> See, I mean I didn't do any of this. So when you was talking about bigger sword and like ice arrows, I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Uh so I did Go on. You you talk about your fin. I'll talk about the one side quest I did before we we jump into castle.
0: Okay. Well, well g- going back to the Bigoron's sword, uh essentially what you have to do is a series of fetch quests. Mm-hmm. So you go up to Death Mountain, and there's the giant Goron up there. And he's like, hey, I'll make you a sword. But I got soot in my eyes, so you have to get him eye drops. And that sets up a series. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it doesn't make sense. Uh, that sets up a series of side quests where you have to give items to different people mm-hmm. that ultimately leads to you getting eye drops. There's a whole Zelda it's, game.
2: It's it's very Zelda humor.
0: Oh, it's no, like 100%. It's a
2: lot of like... Oh, this is supposed to be funny, but then followed by just, like, really grinding, frustrating tasks. We are like, the humor is missed upon me. Yeah. And the, <laughs> and
0: the problem is, uh, some of these items, they're like, oh, like, one of them is called an odd potion. You get it from a lady in Kakariko Village. And you have to bring it to the Lost Woods. And, there, and she's like, okay, here's this odd potion, but it has to stay at a certain temperature. So you have two minutes to get to the Lost Woods. But you can't teleport. If you teleport to the Lost Woods, it starts the side quest over again. So you have to run from Cockrico Village to the Lost Woods in that two-minute timer. And if the time runs out, you have to start it over again.
2: Yeah, and there's multiple. There's uh, multiple of those. There's multiple timed uh, events that are because there's
1: there. there's a couple of places that you go that are linked to Lost Woods. Right? Did you know about that? Uh-huh. There's like the. Um, the water part leads to Zora's domain and there's yeah. I think there's a path that leads to the um, Goron City. But I don't remember yeah. hearing one about the village. So you would have to physically Well you'd and, have and to the, physically run all the way.
0: Yeah, and the the latter half of this, kind of the very end where you you go from Death Mountain to Lake Hylia and there's a doctor there and the doctor manufactures these eye drops for this big Goron, you have four minutes to walk from lake hylia all the way back to the top of death mountain
1: okay. i think
0: by the time i got up there i had 20 seconds left on my timer yeah it
1: was my lord uh, wow uh
0: but i mean it, it, as tedious as it was I, we did it the first try you know the first time through we did it and it was it was fine I, it
2: would be impossible without a walkthrough
0: though. oh no no we use the walkthrough like, entirely how to there do there are these. so many it doesn't make specific any
2: specific things you go to a guy who gives you i believe a mushroom and then you take that mushroom to the potion woman in Kakariko Village. And then she gives you the potion to heal the guy who gave you the mushroom. And then it's like, what? But when you go back to the woods, that
0: man's gone and there's a little girl. And she's like, oh, I'll give him the potion. Here's this saw. Yeah. And she gives you a saw. And then you have to bring the saw to a man in the Gerudo Valley who gives you a broken version of the Bagoran
2: sword. It's, it's wild.
0: man. It's crazy.
3: What the Fuck
2: yeah it's it's a lot uh eventually you go and there's also a lot of playing the the sun song because oh, you have to yes. travel through time but not in the traditional sense of this game but like yes. oh this is gonna take a day to do so then you have to play the sun song twice and then eventually when you go to the big he'll give you a like a token that is to trade in for the sword but it's gonna take him four days to fix it so you literally play the sun song like 12 times to have it go yeah. four days through to get the sword yeah so you play it a bunch of times, just standing there, and then eventually you trade in your 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 ticket for the for the sword. That being said, the sword's great. Bagoran sword It's just cool. a long sword.
1: Yeah, but it does. More it, it makes yeah. no sense to me how it makes more damage than the master sword, which is it supposed doesn't. to be like the slayer of evil. You can kill the the wolfos in one hit. That's crazy. Uh, like it doesn't make much sense. No. <laughs> no. Okay.
0: So so that was the first side quest that we did was Bagoran sword. The next one was the ice arrows that I clearly was misremembering
2: and was misinformed about. So, Which, honestly, the temple sort of mini, yeah, mini, dungeon, mini dungeon in which you get the ice arrow, could be an episode on its own. Oh. There are so many things you have
0: to do. So when you go into Gerudo Fortress, there's a woman in white standing by a locked door. If you talk to her, she's like, oh, this is the Gerudo training grounds. I think she charges you, what? Twenty rupees or something. I don't know, something like he charges that. you like some kind of rupees to go through the Gruta training grounds, and it's this just huge, complicated dungeon that takes advantage of all of the items you've got so yeah, far. Yeah, every item, every item you have is used at least once through this dungeon, and it is again, like I said, with the Begoran sword, it would probably be impossible to get through this mini dungeon without.
2: Yeah, the walkthrough. To to, to put it in in shorter terms, there are nine keys in the dungeon. You need at least seven of them to get to the Ice Arrows, uh, but that only is a specific path. There is another path you can take, but you need all nine of the keys. And uh, it is very specific quests and things you just wouldn't know how to do. There's a lot of things where, like, unless you were listening to Na'vi the whole time, you would just never figure it out. And and there is a... um, There's an assumed part of it where you have Scarecrow Song, And the way you get Scarecrow's Song is there's a Scarecrow outside of Lake Hylia that you play a song when you're a child. You can play any notes and it'll remember it. And if you go back as an adult and play the same notes, it'll become Scarecrow's Song. And then you can use that to create hookshot points. Uh, But if you don't have that, you can't access one of the keys in the dungeon. So it's just a bunch of stuff like that where it's like, how would you know
1: how would you have known to do this? I'm curious. So. I was thinking about this today because I knew we was recording the last episode. Um, and I was obviously thinking about my thoughts for, for when we talk about whether we would recommend it or not. Yeah. And I wonder <laughs> how much of how to I wonder how much of how to play Zelda was in the Nintendo powers that were coming out at the time of the release of the game.
0: Oh, there was probably a lot. You know, they those Nintendo powers were essentially like how to guides mm-hmm. on how to play games back in the day. So if you were subscribed to Nintendo Power, you probably had the at least a little, maybe maybe not like full details of of how to do things like as elaborate as the walkthroughs we're looking at, but at least hints on, on where to go and and how to complete dungeons.
1: Yeah, it just it just made me think cuz obviously, you know, Zelda's are challenging games anyway. They're like puzzle games and stuff. Right. So I was just curious how how much it tied into to the whole Nintendo Power thing.
0: Yeah. It's yes. it's wild. After you finish the Gerudo training grounds, you do get access to the ice arrows, which Ben, like you alluded to, Are have useless? no function. No. I didn't even use them after I got uh, them.
2: They freeze enemies. That's what they do. In case that wasn't obvious by the fact they're ice arrows. But, but you know, uh, you
0: know what? I don't
2: have an empty slot in my inventory now. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and the last thing we did was get the last bottle. Dear um, God, this was worse than anything else I did. <laughs> so angry. See,
1: I mean, I know you have no empty inventory slots, but it also sounds like you like lost about five hours of your life to these side <laughs> yeah. quests.
2: I, for us, it was, you know, we've played this before and it's been a game that's important to not only our youth, but just like our gaming experience. So we're like, yeah. oh, we might as well do it. Yeah, There I, were things we didn't do. Oh yeah, there's <laughs> definitely side quests we didn't do, but these
0: last three at the very end, we're like, we're, we're about to finish this game I haven't done these series of things. Let's try them out. Let's yeah. do them. But the yeah, final I... bottle.
1: Oh yeah, your final bottle gone. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Sorry, Ben. We'll get. I, we've done so oh. many side. quests. We'll <laughs> Mine,
1: my right, my side quest is nowhere near as impressive as any of yours. But go <laughs> on. So
0: the final bottle. To get the final bottle, what you have to do is there are ten large poses scattered around Hyrule Field. Mm-hmm. Oh, that already uh, sounds so tedious, okay? You can, those, the poses only show up at nighttime. So you can only, it, we've talked about the day and night cycle being super quick. That was not a helpful uh, <laughs> yeah. mechanic during these poses. So what you have to do is you have to kill these poses, and then when you kill them, you get a little pose spirit. You put one of the spirits in your empty bottle and if you go inside of Castletown, kind of the part in between where you enter through the door and then when you actually get to the the main area there's a little like house there the house that you would use to to, to get rupees essentially uh there's a guy in there and if you give him the poe spirit he says that oh if i'll give you a thousand points for every poe you get and at ten thousand i'll give you something special
2: no nah, it's a hundred points and it's at a thousand and he also gives whatever. you 50 rupees whatever
0: numbers are <laughs> I was blinded by the actually doing this, and I didn't pay attention to anything else <laughs> um, so these poses are invisible, you know mm-hmm. you you can't just see them normally. How you activate them is by riding opponent in their direction, and it is very specific the direction you have to ride to them if you're not if you don't hit them adjust the right way, they won't appear, yeah, and you have to be moving if you stop riding opponent, they will disappear, yeah. My so not world. only not only that, but you have to be riding, and you can only kill them by shooting arrows on the back of Epona. Yeah. And when you go into the, the arrow shooting first person, you can't control Epona.
3: No.
0: Because the analog stick is used to aim the bow. So you have to fight with the cumbersome horse mechanics and lining it up perfectly. And it doesn't tell you how to, like, where these, I mean, there's there's a map showing where they are, but it's not... It's not exact because you still have to go at them, at and a you have to find angle. that
2: you have to find the ex- specific angle to where you can shoot them as well. Because even if you're going to make them appear, there's some that appear on like ledges or over certain areas, and to hit them is fortunately only takes two hits with the, the arrow, but, but still, it's very tedious.
0: The pose move; they float around <laughs> like ghosts, which makes them impossible to hit. You can hear how frustrated uh, he is <laughs> usually, still about this. Usually, we play a part of Ocarina of Time every night. Probably three of the nights we played this week was just me in Hyrule Field <laughs> trying to kill these goddamn poes. <laughs> Would
1: well, you want to know something this this strange, right? So I, <sighs> yes. I had three bottles. I had two of them had a fairy. One of them had a poe in it, and I forgot to um, sell the poe or give the poe to the guy in the little gatehouse in the castle town, right. And I accidentally equipped the Poe bottle to one of my C buns and used it as a fairy when I was low on health. Do- Does that work? Link Link drinks the Poe. Like not shit shit you not, he drinks, he drinks the Poe. Po? He literally holds the bottle up like a like he's drinking like a, the long Lon milk or whatever. Does it make you lose hearts? <laughs> I gained half a heart. Oh my gosh. I regained half a heart of health and I was just like, wait, have I just drank this? And my little brother, I got like a 14-year-old brother. He was sitting in the room watching me play and he was like, Did you just drink that ghost? I was like, I, <laughs> I think I just drank that ghost. I think I just drank. I think ghost. I just drank that ghost. Well, it- and it's half interesting because it's very sad. Yeah, it is. There's regular <laughs> pose
0: sp- scattered throughout the game. So you can catch yeah. regular pose. These ones in Hyrule Field are specifically the big
2: pose that he's looking for.
1: Yeah, yeah this was um I think this was just a regular poke because it just kind of appeared as I was running through the field.
2: Maybe a yeah. maybe a big poke gives you a whole heart. So
1: yeah, you know. maybe. Who knows? Well, Who knows? after but yeah, you after... can drink them.
2: <laughs> Disgusting.
0: <laughs> after hours of of trying so hard to hit these perfect angles and shoot these poses with my arrows, you finally give him all ten poses, and he gives you the final empty bottle, the fourth
1: bottle. Wait, is that what he gives you for ten poses? There's nothing yes. in it. Yeah, nope, and the, ex- it's an empty the explanation
2: bottle. is, he's like, wow, you've bought me so many big poses that I now have extra stock, and I don't need this bottle to, to keep them anymore. And you're like, okay, thanks, great, awesome. Um, so what was your side quest
1: experience, <laughs> Ben? Well, my side quest wasn't even really a side quest. Um, I was kind of... I had no arrows, um, and obviously we just got the light arrow, and it was kind of played up as to how important this light arrow was going to be, so... I was like, I remember all of the shops from Castletown moved to Kakariki, the fucking village. There (laughs) you go. Okay, (laughs) or Kakariko. One of them. Okay,
2: (laughs) it doesn't matter.
1: (laughs) The village with the windmill.
2: Kakariko. Kakariko.
1: Kakariko. Okay. Um. So I went in there looking for the. I knew there was a shop in there somewhere to buy flowers. Flowers. Jesus Christ. Arrows. Arrows. There you go. It's because it's mothers. (laughs) it's mother's day here in the uk tomorrow so it's mother's day it's mother's day in may
2: here i I was trying to figure out what arrows had to do with mother's day but i realized it was the flowers yes (laughs) he got got his mom why are you buying your mom arrows (laughs) Uh,
1: but um so i was walking around the village and um i walked into a house and i spotted the guy from the farm the actual owner of the farm uh who was sleeping in front of the castle all those episodes ago um and he was sleeping and sleeping and sleeping and i was like oh wait i have this weird kakuo thing that i got from the woman um so i held this chicken up and he wakes up and he's like oh oh, what, what, what and he basically has this conversation with link and thanks him for like looking after the daughter and you know, sort of, I don't know, they have this like weird heart-to-heart, and then he ends up going back to the ranch. He's like, I'm going to go back and get my ranch from my brother, like he has no right to take it from me. Mm-hmm. Um. So I was like, I wonder if he actually did it. So I went to London Ranch, and the evil guy is now all nice. Um. And he's all like, oh, hello, welcome to the ranch, you know, we're so like, sorry about all of that with the horse and stuff earlier. Like, he has like a complete change of heart, and now the um you talk to the girl and the girl is like oh thanks for giving my like thanks for giving my dad the you know the the ambition to get his ranch back i'm so happy it's in his hands and he basically takes over the ranch from his evil brother um that's awesome. that's so and sweet. puts him puts himself back in power i was like oh that's that's quite so, nice so you
2: didn't know this but what you did was the first task in the big goron sword quest yep so, <laughs> so you get the oh, you really get the egg, yeah you get the egg and you hatch the cuckoo. And then you have to raise the cuckoo. And the way that you raise it and make it happy is by waking people up. And so you wake up the guy who's been sleeping since he lost the ranch. And then he goes off into the ranch. And then you can go talk to them and see that it's all better. But what you do is you go back to the woman who gave you the egg in the first place. And she goes, wow, you're really good at raising cuckoos. It's so happy. You You must have woken up someone who was like... Very tired, and then she gives you a rare blue cuckoo who belonged to her brother Kojiro. Kojiro. and uh, that's the
0: start of the side quest. and that's how quest. you
2: start the side quest, Is then you go and take that to the forest, and there is a guy sleeping there, and you wake him up with with the blue, with the blue
1: cuckoo uh, who has it. Uh, see, I didn't even know. There you, there you go. go. So you you did a quarter of the <laughs> you did, sword you did side quest. A, you did the beginning <laughs> of the Bagoran Sword <laughs> side quest. Uh, uh, so uh, I guess we're, I guess we're onto the final stretch now.
2: Yeah, we're here. We've we're made here. it. Ganon's castle. So after
0: Rainbow Bridge, yes. Okay, ready, in guys. Go. <laughs> you head towards Ganon's castle, and it does this huge cutscene, and, and then the the, the Light Spirit Rayru is like, "Oh, we're here to help you. All the spirits will will go together to help you get to Ganon's castle." And the Kind of f- fuse their light life essence together, and they make a rainbow bridge. It's
2: terrible. It's so it's stupid. awful. <laughs> it's like some
1: like some Mighty Morphin Power Rangers shit. They're like <laughs> cutscene to all of the different sages as they fuse together their like power a- to create yeah. this small bridge so that you can cross this gap.
2: <laughs> it's awful. It's like a bad '90s anti-drug PSA. Where it's like <laughs> together we'll succeed, and then it's just like this like translucent rainbow bridge. I'm like, what? What is I, this? i also
0: love that i mean besides we need us needing all of them to to seal Gannett eventually their contribution was giving us a bridge to get across <laughs> this gap to the castle
1: yeah, yeah i mean they could have like i don't know helped us actually gain access to the castle because there's like could have helped us fight enemies in the castle like uh it's like, like a mini you? dungeon isn't there yeah
2: yeah we could have skipped all of the dungeons and just built a bridge that would have been the end.
0: Yeah, if we just well, like bought, built it. Well, the carpenter's. Yeah, we could,
2: have, we could have just been like, hey, don't build a bridge here. Come over here with me. We're gonna build a bridge to Ganon's castle so I don't have to do like these eight goddamn But temples. It needed
1: to be a spiritual bridge.
2: Plus we needed them to seal Ganon. How's we seal Ganon? That's true. Okay.
1: I'm pretty ah. sure we like we could have hook shot a long shot over or something. <laughs> like, <we didn't... laughs>
2: always always the long shot. That's the the I'm just gonna die. Okay <laughs> Uh, So yeah, the Rainbow Bridge is here,
0: and we enter Ganon's Castle. Uh, And in this castle, there is kind of a variety of doors, each with a symbol that represents a different uh, medallion and a different dungeon that we had fought prior. And there's kind of these beams of energy that is blocking the way to continue up Ganon's Castle. So -hmm. what we have to do is go into each one of these doors and each one of these rooms and kind of deactivate the, the the energy beam that's causing this barrier to prevent us from uh, continuing. Um, and each one is, is, again, like I said, themed around the dungeon. And mm-hmm. you usually use the, we- the weapons, the items that was from that dungeon in the first place. Um, did you do these in any specific order, Ben, like of the walkthrough or did you just kind of go in?
1: Um, I did use the walkthrough for this right. um, uh, because... It was like, I was like looking around. I was like, "There are so many rooms here. Like, what the fuck? So I I think the walkthrough actually suggested doing them. I think it was pretty much in the order they happened in the game. Mm -hmm. So I did the forest one first. Um, So you go through this little room and then you get to the end and there's like this weird ball of energy. You shoot it with a light arrow Mm -hmm. um, and Saria appears and is like, oh, the you know the energy beam has gone down. Quick, do the other rooms. Um, and I'm just looking through the walkthrough. Yeah, I mean yeah. the only uh... oh, it's not in order at all, actually, because the Shadow Temple is the next one that the walkthrough right. suggests. Yeah, because I, I that's did... the one with the key item.
0: Right, that's what I was gonna say. I was like, the only thing that you need to do is the the Shadow Barrier. You have to do before the Fire one because the 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 item. That you get through the shadow section is crucial going forward. That's the this, only one that's that's specific.
1: Yeah, this they, they don't really matter as long as you get the you do the shadow one first, like you said. But yeah. I hated this. So that the item in question is the golden gauntlets, mm-hmm. um, which can lift heavier uh, objects than mm-hmm. the silver gauntlets that you have. Um, but this is so easy to miss. Like stupidly easy to miss, so you you're in this room and you're using the lens of truth to get across to the other edge where the door is right mm-hmm. and lens of truth shows you these um this like path that you have to walk on like this invisible ice path, and over to the side is like these blocks, these like sort of steps going down and you don't know the you're supposed to stand on this platform in the middle of the room and shoot a torch on the other side near the door <laughs> with a fire arrow which then makes something appear at the bottom I think it's like a, a switch appears and then you can press the yeah. switch and the chest appears and, and you have to get appears, back yeah. up you have to long shot because I tried to run back up the steps and you can't physically climb but you you do that and then you get your golden gaunt and it's um,
0: the thing that's and, interesting
1: yeah. about this, too,
0: is, like you said, Ben, you can easily miss it, but you can continue past this.
2: Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. 100%. it's not like,
0: it's not like you have to have the gauntlets and that unlocks the door or anything like that. Once you light the torch or you hit a button on the the left side of that room, that opens the door and you can just continue. Yeah. You can completely miss these.
2: And the S path, <clears throat> like, because, like, to get across to where the door is, there's, like, this weird bent path with, like, a hole in it. It's right. there regardless if you light the torch or not right it's It's just only only the one to get to the button on the right side uh comes up if you shoot it which
0: and i think the problem is like the platform where you're on the button that you need to press that makes the chest appear is is lowered down kind of much lower than the platform you are because when you when you shoot the fire arrow and light the torch from across the room there's kind of this descending staircase that leads down to the button that you ultimately press to make the chest appear but no you can easily miss this if you don't
1: uh, oh yeah don't yeah definitely and this is like what I had on my nose like golden gauntlets are so crucial to Ganondorf's castle but yet so easy to miss because because right. that's you how could, you get like access like you said, to
0: you... the forest no no, to
1: you get access Fire, to of them. fire. Yeah, I think it's the fire the fire room but it's also how you get access to uh, the half damage ability from the great fairy outside right. the castle Right, I didn't do that <laughs> You didn't, are you Basically, you, you go outside the castle And there's one of these massive Pillars at the end, and there's like a little mini cutscene Where Link lifts it up and just Yeets it over his head oh, like he, just, fucking, he just chucks it Like 40 foot in the air Um, And then you go in And I think actually, this is where I got The picture I sent you, Jared, of the, mm. the Fairy actually peeing on Link
0: Yep, <laughs> good old, good old Greek fairies
1: Um and i i think i actually said to kai it was kai's fault but um <laughs> i'll take it yeah you get the um you get a half damage ability so now any damage you take from the enemies is halved, funny enough is that um,
0: is that run on magic or is that kind of just a constant no that
1: is just that is constant doesn't use any magic it's just wow. instantly constantly there your hearts have these like white borders around them um and it's really nice because it means that the um the iron knuckles do like three hearts instead of six when they hit you. It just Jesus. makes really things cool. a bit easier. Yeah. Interesting.
0: Uh I don't Well I don't know. I was gonna say like we might have need this. I think the iron knuckles is maybe the only instance because I mean Ganon. Spoilers, Ganon wasn't that difficult
2: to He really
1: was died. So what? <laughs> Wait, what is that? Actually, tell a lie, I did I did I did die quite a bit to Ganon. Um, I died. I think
0: I died once or Maybe once, twice. We'll, we'll twice. get on to that. We'll get on to yeah, that. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: but after you go through each room and you deactivate the beam of energy, it unlocks the uh, staircase leading to kind of the central structure leading up to Ganon's castle. Um, yes. And as you climb the stairs, there's rooms with like a bunch of keys in it. You get to a room that has two stall foes that you have to fight. Um, you get to another area that has two iron knuckles. Uh, I beat these by... Backing up and throwing bombs at them—that's mm-hmm. that's yeah. how I beat them.
1: You fully cheesed it.
0: I, I cheesed it. I totally, yeah. I
2: totally cheesed it. It's just a lot of bomb throwing and uh, yeah. running away. That was the—that was the. Message.
0: I mean, I, I eventually ran out of bombs and had to use Bagoran's sword, but uh, it's cool. It lean, takes like this. He takes a different stance when you do the spin attack. He's kind of leaned back on one on one leg and the other one stretched out forward, and he
2: has the uh, the sword kind of pulled back.
0: And it has a much larger damage and range than the master sword does. So yeah.
2: I don't think we mentioned this, but you can't use your shield. Uh, oh with yes, the big sword. You
0: cannot use your shield with the Bigoran so Sword. The... It oh, two two like two a... Yeah. It's, a yeah, two it's hand like a whip. two-hand
1: greatsword. Like... Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, but after you continue to climb the stairs and you kill these Stalfos and iron knuckles and whatnot, you get to Ganondorf's kind of main room. And he's just He's chilling there, playing his little piano. You organ, could hear it too; it's an organ, whatever—a piano, organ. Yeah. It's
2: very different.
1: <laughs> very different. But he—he he's like he is jamming on this organ when you walk oh. in, and he's like and turns cool around. Too? He's like, oh. Didn't see you there. Like, <laughs> what's cool too is when you enter, kind of like the
0: the room right before you enter his his organ room. You can hear the music, like you could hear him
2: playing his his theme, and you are like, oh, my favorite part is the hand animations. Oh, he's just like <laughs> he's
3: just like <laughs> <laughs> moving his
2: hands kind of backwards and forward.
0: Hey, you know what? They it's didn't, great. He didn't have fingers. Fingers were too hard to program and buttons. Yeah, I mean, God, we did find out that they do mocap for this game. So there <laughs> you go. Yeah, that was wow. That was
1: strange. Okay, uh, um, <laughs> um, sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you, you you get into Gannon's room and he finishes playing his organ and he does his big rant and he says, "I'm going to kill you and take your take your triangle so I can have all the triangles."
1: Yeah, which uh, makes no sense at all. He wants all the triangles but he can't have all the triangles because he isn't pure of heart. So then all that will happen is he kills Link's and Link and Zelda and then the cu- courage and wisdom Triforce will go to two different people and he has to repeat the process all over again. According to the he- law itself, Ganon cannot own <laughs> the Triforce as a whole. Or wait, maybe... Is it different think, once it's out of the Sacred Realm? I
0: think, yeah, I think, it's,
1: I think it's different once it's out.
0: I think when you go to initially touch it and you're not pure of heart, it splits... But technically, if you track down and kill the people that have it and gain it, then there's like a loophole in that. The Triforce
1: like... loophole, right? Triforce
2: tri- loophole. If I murder the other two, I'll absorb the power. It's like, mm.
1: uh, who would, who would um, have guessed the person that isn't pure of heart would do something not pure of heart to get it? Right, the tri- right.
0: <laughs> and so, a, a couple of episodes I alluded to actually was when we fought Phantom Ganon the first time. I was like, hey, Ben. This whole tennis thing is going to be a large, <laughs> a large mechanic later on. And guess what? The final boss fight with Ganon, you play some tennis. Yeah,
1: really? you primed me to fucking try and play tennis with Twin Rover. I blame you. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. And that's true. But yes, you do. You play tennis on this massive. Like he's in this. It's weird because it's like an illusion. He's in this like church hall. And then he turns around, like, has this big monologue, and then he's like, rah, 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 rah. And he, like, floats up. That was an excellent uh, interpretation
2: (laughs) of his laugh, by the way.
1: He floats up, and, like, the room disappears, and you're no longer in this, like, chapel, like, church hall. You're all of a sudden in this room that's, like, got a stone square in the middle, and then loads of slabs around it. And he, he does this attack, and then the slabs disappear, so you're left with just, like two like maybe like a foot or two outside area right um yeah and then you play some tennis
0: and the only difference with this tennis is after he does get hit you have to shoot him with light arrows so he falls and then you hit him with your sword
1: yes and there is one this is the reason i died because so so what you can do is underneath it's kind of alluded to in one of the rooms beforehand. Like right. the the floor below, there's a bunch of pots. Yeah, um, magic and you can cards, actually. Arrows. Yeah, you can jump down and it gives you like magic for your light arrows, hearts, all kinds of stuff. Um, but the reason I died is because I got the idea of playing the tennis. And then I kind of eventually cottoned on to the idea of like, okay, I need to shoot him, I'm guessing, once he's been electrocuted. Um, I didn't realize. Cause he eventually goes into this like super mode where he like does this volley of attacks. You mm. like puts his hand up and shoots like creates this big ball of electricity and then he throws it and it dissipates into like five or six balls. So I was like, okay, maybe I need to hit all of them. Maybe I need to like absorb them with the mirror shield. No, you're just supposed to shoot him with a light arrow before he can hit you before he can throw that ball.
0: Oh, oh yeah. It sounds like we didn't, we was, didn't, like, we that didn't get all. there at all.
1: You didn't get to that point. No, he no. did. He
0: didn't, he never did a part where he shot like multiple projectiles. It was only the big the big ball, and then I shot him with light arrows, and he fell.
1: Oh yeah, because uh, yeah, like he he after that big ball, if you let him throw it, it like goes into like these five or six homing balls that come towards you. Interesting. Um, and you're just kind of today like shit. What the fuck do I do? Uh, I
0: I did notice though is after you shoot Ganon with the light arrows and jump across, the game goes from like. I don't know. I don't know if it runs at 30 FPS, but it definitely doesn't when that happens. It drops down <laughs> to like maybe 5 and it's just uh, a pretty show at that point.
1: Mine was okay at that point. I lost some frames, um, oh, lost after, this. frames. <laughs> after this. Um, after this, the point we'll talk to in a couple of minutes, I, I went down to like 5 FPS, I think, maybe. that's It fine. was awesome. Oh, you
0: can actually like check yours, can't you?
1: Yeah, yeah. I think when I looked, it was on like sort of 7 or 8 for Jesus. for about 10 seconds. <laughs>
0: Um, But after you do some volleys with with Ganondorf and you uh, play tennis with him, he eventually falls and his one last triumph to kill you, he kind of does a big implosion and takes out or takes out a majority of the castle. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Zelda shows up and she's like, oh my gosh, Ganon's trying to crush us on this castle. We have to leave. I know you have a bunch of teleportation songs. Let's run (laughs) down the castle instead, instead of teleporting. Because that makes
1: a lot of sense. Yeah, this well, this is where I lost my frames, because as you're running, these rocks are falling down oh, as yeah. this as this castle's kind of starting to sc- crumble. Um, and yeah, I lost a lot of frame rates in that first section. Um, and that is actually one of my notes. Why doesn't Link just use the song to teleport away from the castle? He could have picked any, like, he could have played the Requiem of Light and gone to the bloody the, the- Temple. Temple of Time. And so could Zelda, because she was chic and she taught you them. So, she
0: teleports every time we see her.
1: <laughs> exactly. So yeah. But you, you have to basically make your way down you make your way down the outside, you come to a locked door, and then you have to wait for Zelda to catch up to you and she it's like puts her to hands way, too. up. Yes. It's like two minutes, I think you have or something. It's,
0: it makes things very stressful. I don't know if it's like impossible, like if you actually needed the two minutes, but it definitely makes it way more stressful having a counting down timer as you're as you're running. I like,
1: actually fouled it the first time. <sighs> Yeah, because um so you, you, you go down and she she has to open these locked doors. Link can't open them. She like casts right. this magic and they open. Um That's and nice so doesn't make yeah, we'll glance over that. Um <laughs> and but there will be different obstacles in the room. So like one of the rooms you walk in and Zelda gets surrounded by fire, and then I believe there's two stall foes that you have to defeat. Yeah. Um, and the problem is, this is where I fucked up, because with the stall foes, if you kill one, if you don't kill the second one fast enough, the first one reanimates and comes back to life. Oh. So what was happening, I was killing one, getting partway through the second, because I was being a bit too defensive with the swordplay. The first one was coming back. You
0: defensive with your
3: swordplay.
1: Yeah, I know. And it, it was, the first one was coming back, and um, I ended up getting literally i could see the end of the castle. i could see the fucking light at the very end um, <laughs> and i i needed maybe an extra five or six seconds
0: rough and that's that's where the Bagoran sword came in handy because the stall die in two hits
2: to the begorans all
1: right okay fucking hell like. <laughs> ben if you'd done that fin with the chicken and you know <laughs> <laughs> you started it
2: essentially. I, yeah you did the first uh the first part um, yeah <laughs> but yes you get you get to the bottom of the castle
0: and you make it out just in time and the castle collapse collapses behind you and Zelda's like wow whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. good thing <laughs> we got out. that good out, good thing we got out of there in time um and then you you turn around i think you like hear a sound or something you turn around and head towards the center where the, the castle was and ganon busts out again he's always well, this well, is powers yeah,
1: this is what was quite interesting is because you the, in the cutscene you hear like a, something move under the rubble, right. and then it stops and it goes back to the game, and the character the player has to physically move over to the rubble mm-hmm. to initiate this next cutscene where uh, Ganon Pig fucking erupts from underneath <laughs> the rubble.
0: I um, and, and, you, and you had said that you are like, why is Ganon a pig? Actually, in all the iterations of Ganon before this, he is a pig. This is the first time Ganondorf has had a human form
1: okay yeah so the
0: one adventures of Link, he's actually not in it but in the game over screen he is and he has like his pig form but no ganon himself is a pig in all the others all the games prior to this
1: so is the pig form his true form correct ganondorf is his human form but ganon is his true pig form. oh so this is like we defeated him and then he unleashed his true power correct Uh, ganondorf is the human ganon is the pig form okay sure right cool um.
0: <laughs> yeah <I> mean, whatever <laughs> uh, but yeah he turns into a giant pig with two big swords and you have to as, as he turns into that he kind of sends out the shockwave or hits you and knocks the master sword out and then creates a, a circle of flames preventing Zelda or you from getting uh, the master sword um, but it didn't matter for us because we had an additional sword the Begoron <laughs> sword which yeah. you can still use
1: mm, I used the um... hammer I used a hammer, and this was actually—I mean, I got my brother credit. My brother and my sister were watching me play this because we was all sort of talking before we uh, we went away for the weekend, mm-hmm. and um, we were sitting there, and we was like, I was like, "What the fuck do I do?" Like he just took my sword, and then my brother was like, "Can't you use that hammer that you used in the other temple to hit the button?" I was like, Are "You clever little prick, you." <laughs> <laughs> I can use yeah, that hammer. Yes. yes, I can. So so with
0: Ganon what you essentially have to do is his only weak spot is his tail and the thing is right as he's about oh wow right <laughs> as he's about to slash you can roll between his legs and then hit his tail.
1: Yeah, it's also worth I I just wanted to mention as well in the first fight with Ganondorf or in the fight with Ganondorf as opposed to the fight with Ganon mm-hmm. um Ganondorf sends out this like wave of dark energy and Navi's like, Oh, I can't help you in this okay. fight, you're on your own. And she like it's just she's like, she Oh, I can't that. help you. I'm like sitting there thinking to myself, Hang when the fuck? Other than maybe that. telling me what their weakness was, <laughs> when did Navi actually help me? <laughs> like never,
0: never is the answer. Never one time.
1: So yeah, you you do this fight with Ganon and you have to roll between his legs and you, yeah you hit him on the tail. And yeah. uh, eventually if I remember correctly, the flames go down and he Correct. kind of gets weak well, you get a chance yeah, to It, it alludes that
0: you, like, ha- had beaten him or something, or that he was, like, on his last leg and the flames go away and you get the Master Sword yeah. and then essentially you have to go through...
2: Zelda calls over to you and yeah. says, hey, you can grab the... Z- the, the, Zelda the Zelda Sword. sword. <laughs> you can grab the Master Sword over here.
0: And then essentially you go through it again, but using the Master Sword this time... um, Again, it's just tucking between his legs. You can shoot him with light arrows to stun him, but ultimately you just smack his tail a couple times. Mm. Uh, You You can can also use Deku Nuts. Oh, really? You can? I was just using... Oh, look, in the picture, there's Deku Nuts right there. there I was using light arrows. I guess if you run out of magic, then Deku Nuts would be helpful. Which is exactly what
3: happened.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Because I hit him with the light arrows, and then I was like what the fuck do I do now? And I was, like, playing them. I said to my brother, I was like, get on Google, find out what the fuck I do. <laughs> well, we also had the double magic meter, too. So we had yeah. a lot of magic. Too. Oh, see, there you go. That's sure. it. I didn't do all of the, the side quests. Yeah. You gotta do the
0: side quests, man.
2: Do side quests. I, mean, I don't know if that's a side quest. You literally just bomb something and, and you get it. But regardless. <laughs> uh, there's very... Oh, yeah, it's a fairy, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's a fairy. It's a very aggressive death scene with Ganon. Oh, it really
0: is. Uh, so Zelda, like, shoots Ganon with her, like, light energy. Which is... And then Link... Just, where was that ten minutes ago? Right, exactly. You couldn't shoot that through the fire? What the heck? But Link goes towards him and starts slashing, and there's, like, different cuts where there's, like, green blood, like, shooting yeah, at him. shooting Ganon. in different directions. And then he just stabs him, like, through the throat, like, into his head and kills yeah. him.
1: Yeah. yeah, it's, um... I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm very desensitized to violence. Like, I've, I've seen some shit. Look away. But, um... I was I was just like, whoa, what the Because it's completely well, it's complete, it's random. Yeah, it's not just that, it's it's completely unfitting with the rest of the game. Yeah. You know, like even like the, the the closest we've had to death is when the two witches Yeah, Twin to Heaven. <laughs> yeah. So like and I mean he is like slashing left to right on Ganon's face and then uh. he just buries his sword in the head and you're like, Jesus Christ, what the hell?
0: Well, and this sets up, like, in future Zelda games, the last boss fight with Ganon, there's always, like, this brutal final blow. In The Legend of Zelda Wind Waker, you literally stab your sword through Ganondorf's skull, and then he turns into a statue. (laughs) Good times. Zelda.
3: Okay.
1: Um, Um, Oh, yeah, because Zelda uses the sages. She's like, oh, once you kill him, they trap him in the Sacred Realm, uh, Mm. her and the other six sages, so that he Uh, can't get out. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm really. Cu- he can never die. Yeah,
2: I'm
0: really curious <laughs> <laughs> just to, to how your ending sequence was because, as Kai put it, it it shows Ganondorf kind of spinning and screaming like "Curse you!" He's just curse floating you, in sages. a pool. Of milk. You said he looked like he was floating in a pool of milk, but eventually he he says "Curse you" and then your name. But I can just see it say like "Curse you bad." <laughs>
2: that is exactly what happened. Yeah. <laughs> and when they read our name, I was like, oh. Oh, that was great. That was weird. (laughs) (laughs) Also, it feels like this game's going to end nine times. (laughs) Oh, yeah. uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I'm confused because, like, so why they trapped away Ganondorf? So is Ganon. Like, are they two separate entities or are they just different, like a transformation?
0: It's a transformation.
1: Okay, right. Ganon Ganon,
0: Ganon
2: is just Ganondorf's true form, but it's just a transformation. They're the same individual
1: okay right okay so it
2: gets it gets real confusing when you go into the lore and then you play skyward sword and then there's this giant dragon thing that's also ganon that's not a pig nor is it a man and then they, it's just all
0: well, skyward sword was the or the first ganon yeah Play that hd comes we out did. soon
2: hd comes out soon uh- <laughs> um you defeat ganondorf
0: and pig ganon um and the, all the sages seal away ganon he screams your name and curses you, and, and and ruse the day that he will come back and, and defeat you once again. Um. And Zelda comes to you. You you kind of cut away, and you guys are are like floating in the clouds, I
2: guess. Yeah, between it's very Strange. Um, yeah,
1: it's almost like I I kind of got the impression it was like an area outside of time. Yeah. Like it's this kind of separate, not separate realm, but it's like you're very clearly not where you were you're not you're not you're not in the child link timeline and you're not in the adult link timeline right. like you're you're kind of outside of it all right
0: and so she tells you that in order to seal ganon we need to put the master sword back in its pedestal and seal it there which is going to send link back into his original time This mm-hmm. that's my thing is is so confusing so
2: she's like, they yeah. could have left this off. They could have ended the game with Ganon floating in his pool of milk, and that could have been it. <laughs> but nope. So she's like, hand that's me the ocarina. Seven more cuts.
0: I will play the song and send you back into your time. And she does, and you go back as Child Link, and then you
1: put the sword in the
0: put the sword stone. in the stone, and, and that's it. that's not it. There's another no, cut. That's not it. End. No,
1: no, no. There's another <laughs> cut scene. Never ends. Well, we're just skipping through the whole. Though, so it
3: doesn't matter.
1: <laughs> There's another cutscene that makes zero fucking sense because the game ends with Child Link being introduced to Zelda by that window where she first saw Ganondorf, and it comes up like the end in like this like weird sepia filter. Sepia
3: that's <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: so I
0: don't, I don't, uh, I'm not a Zelda expert by any means. So. so if I get this information wrong, um, there's that disclaimer. I'm a fan. Not an expert. <laughs> God. So essentially, the, the that sequence of events sets up three separate timelines. So there's a timeline in which the game ends where Link goes back in time and he's young Link. And there's a cutscene right before that where it shows Navi kind of floating off inside the Temple of Time. Like she, mm-hmm. She's done her duty. She's completed what she was sent to do and now she's gone. And so that timeline goes right into Majora's Mask in the beginning of Majora's Mask, Young Link, which is the same Link that you are now, is looking for Navi.
3: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, And then there's a timeline where Adult Link doesn't go back in time. that He stays in that timeline and just lives out the rest of his life. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And then there's... And then there's a timeline where Link... Are we getting into
1: four timelines now?
0: No, there's only three. So there's Young Link, Adult Link... And then there's a timeline where Link's actually defeated by Ganondorf.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And Ganondorf takes over Hyrule.
1: Okay, okay. And, and I'm guessing this is all explained in, in like subsequent games.
0: Correct, yeah. And then that sets up the games going forward, and each game falls into one of those three timelines. Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. Because, I mean, the child Link timeline makes no sense at all. Yeah, because I'm, I'm thinking... if you think about it... so. So the whole premise was that Link's destiny was to get the Kokoriki fucking emerald from the Deku tree. And then to go and see Zelda. Because Zelda had had this vision of a boy from the forest taking down the, the dark clouds. But if Ganondorf has been sealed away then Link's destiny in that Child Link timeline would no longer be to defeat Ganondorf, so he would never need to meet Zelda. And see, it doesn't show it necessarily in that cutscene, but I
0: think from like remembering the lore, I don't think in that Child timeline Ganondorf is technically sealed away yet. Like Link goes to warn Zelda about Ganondorf, and then they capture him before they can set up the sequence of sequence of events.
1: Okay, so it's like a okay, right?
2: So the thing you should have done from the beginning, correct? Because you get the power to time travel, yes. and instead of you know doing the logical thing, which is yes. to go warn people in the in the previous time, you you do yeah so
1: that that stuff. one whole argument i've had the whole time we've been playing this game mm-hmm. yeah it's um yeah is is an official timeline that branches off from the end of ocarina
2: yep yep pretty much what happens
0: at that is they warn uh they warn the the world about ganondorf and that actually is the very beginning of twilight princess ganondorf is being you know he's supposed to be executed by one of the sages and ultimately, he ends up killing one of the sages, and they banish him to the Twilight Realm. And the Ganondorf you fight in Twilight Princess is the Ganondorf from Ocarina of Time.
2: Yeah. There you go. I, I
1: thought Metal Gear had a complex storyline. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Nope. Zelda's complicated so this, as hell. This is what happens when you deal with time, and then yeah. you decide that timelines are a thing. That mm, it just, yeah, it gets it gets real confusing. But oh. I actually don't
0: think there was a timeline until Skyward Sword. When Skyward Sword came out, they created the timeline after that. The games were just yeah. kind of like all over the place, and they're like, well, let's figure out how these games connect to one another. Yeah.
1: I vaguely remember... I don't remember it coming out when Skyward Sword happened, but I remember somebody talking about something... I think it was when Breath of the Wild was released, and they were like, oh, this is where it fits into the official Nintendo timeline of Zelda franchise. Right. Well, and the I was like, with- what? And basically, pe- people were... So confused about the chronological sequence of events that Nintendo yeah. had to create an official timeline of where yeah. every game falls.
0: Well, when Breath on of the Wild would come out, people were trying to figure out where in the timeline it lined up with. But there's characters and aspects of Breath of the Wild that dive into multiple timelines. So there was never a, a specific answer of where Breath of the Wild falls in that timeline. Yeah, hmm. they just threw
1: them
0: all again, like it's. But well, we did it. We did it. It was the end. We finished our career time. We did it. So
1: now That's such an what iconic were they... sound. I'm sorry.
0: The
3: <laughs>
1: I oh, listened man. to a
0: podcast, and the beginning intro of that podcast is just that song. Think...
1: See, if it wasn't a copyright issue, I'd say we'd do it. But yeah.
2: I mean, it's IGN, so I think they're. I don't think they can. I don't know. They they works.
1: have. They've been doing it for years. They've probably paid a license to Nintendo to use that. Maybe because the very intro is just the da na na na, and it's they like, have to. In! Otherwise, N- Nintendo are going to be like cease and desist. Like anyway, let's talk about let's talk about our falls of the game. Yes. All right. So we're going to go, go around
0: gonna... go go around the panel here, and. Uh, give a little bit of what we liked about this game, maybe a little bit what we disliked, and if we would or if we wouldn't recommend this game to to either a new player or, or someone returning. Uh, who wants to go first?
2: I'll go first. Okay. okay. get my- us. <laughs> T- tell us
0: tell us how much better this is than breath of the wild
2: yeah so i i prefaced that previously in a conversation uh i believe that this game is better than breath of the wild which is a bold claim because there's a lot of people who <laughs> love breath of the wild and i'm not one of them by any means there's there's several things that i think are wrong with breath of the wild but it's not the point of this time <laughs> um, but no i think this game did some incredible things for its age and yeah. even for you know in storytelling in games as far as you know i mean obviously it's not super cohesive in the time no. and the timeline kind of throws stuff off but it is a very interesting story it's very engaging it's a very interesting world to be in and get to play yeah. in and and zelda you know it's hard to separate the nostalgia from no, childhood yeah. with this game of i course. think for me and just like what zelda means to the gaming uh you know world as a whole i will say that it has aged it looks old and it takes it takes like every time you play it every time you jump in it takes five to ten minutes to get used to it where you don't feel like you have astigmatism or you (laughs) need to put on a pair of glasses to to make it like oh is it gonna render in oh no this is just what it looks like um but overall i think it's you know it's it's part of gaming history it's part of you know kind of the first wave of really great in-home games that weren't for you know A computer but we're for for a system yeah um and it it really set up zelda to be a 3d successful franchise right um that it is today you know it it allowed them to make things like majora's mask shortly after to kind of as you said been right on the success and and that led to the beloved franchise we have today i wouldn't recommend this game for someone who didn't care about its history i Mm -hmm. think it's i think it's interesting to people who are into video games who understand video games who understand the effect that this had the mechanics that this brought but i just think if you're you know a 10 year old today like i don't think this could hold your attention mm. um i would recommend you know later ones later ones Breath of the wild twilight princess even or wind waker like i yeah. think wind waker even today would be a great introduction yeah. i don't think this is a great introduction i think this is a game you go to when you're like okay i've played the new ones couple of it at least. and i want to see you know, I want to see where this came from. I want to see where this story kind of got built from and these mechanics and this, this world that was created. And this is kind of the, you know, the original text as it were of, of this, this world in these games. So yeah. um, that's kind of, those are my thoughts and opinions. I do think it's better than Breath of the Wild. I think it's a more interesting <laughs> world than Breath of the Wild. I think it has more enemies than Breath of the Wild. The enemy um, variety is always a, always a topic so if point you. So if you like Breath of the Wild and you are very into Zelda and you've never taken time to play through this game, but go for it play through it it's a great time it's challenging it's frustrating there are, <laughs> there are you know quality of life things that are going to piss you off but overall it's you know it's something truly exceptional
0: awesome <laughs> Ben, do you wanna go next
1: go on yeah go on i'll go last because i've probably got the most bite in okay. criticism of it, so. um,
0: yeah i mean like kai alluded to earlier it's hard to um Detached nostalgia from this game. You know, this was one of my very, one of my earliest childhood memories. This was the very first uh, 3D game that I played. This was my first Zelda game. This was the game that introduced me into this franchise that is probably one of my favorite of all time. Uh, That being said, I had said it before on the podcast. This isn't my favorite Zelda game. I think that there are Zelda games afterward that do the Zelda. Mechanic and and theme a lot better. Like you said, there's a lot of quality of life things added to future Zelda games, but I still have so much fun playing through this game every single time I play through it. the The word "perfect game" gets thrown around a lot with this, with Breath of the Wild, <laughs> yeah. And it's it's hard because it's so it's so personal, you know. It, it it comes to the individual, and there's a lot of mechanical things that you can take into consideration, but. I think a perfect game is a game that you can enjoy playing regardless of its flaws. You know, there's a, there's a lot of things there, especially with Ocarina of Time <laughs> that are extremely frustrating. Fuck all of those posts. <laughs> Just please never do that if you play this game. But I had so much fun playing through Ocarina of Time for the hundredth time <laughs> at this point. And that's the other thing too. It, it never it never gets old for me. I, I still have so much fun. But again, I have that I have all of that memories. I have the nostalgia and I've played all the other games. I think that if you've never touched a Zelda game, this one would be really hard to get into. Yeah. I think there's other iterations that are a good starting point. I think Breath of the Wild is a great starting point. It's, it's you know, similar to modern games today in, in the sense of open world. And it, it, it doesn't hold your hand, but it, it helps you get through that world pretty well. Um, I think if you've missed Ocarina of Time... At all, And you've played other Zelda games, or if you are interested and you've never played a Zelda game and you want to start Ocarina of Time, I would suggest playing through the 3DS version. The 3DS version, not only visually is, is far more advanced than the N64 version. There's so many quality of life <laughs> things that just change a lot of the complaints I had, you know, Water Temple, having to open up the menu. Going through the menu itself, it, it kind of gets rid of the monotony of doing all of those things by by adding an additional screen. So, I would recommend this game to you. You should definitely go out and play it. But if you do, buy the 3ds version. There you go.
1: Mm. I. It's like this game fucking it sucks. sucks. <laughs> <laughs> mm. No, um, I I agree with what you guys have said. Um, I when I was thinking about it, I feel like. There are two different type of people, yeah. For this, um, if you are someone who's listening and have either played some of the Zelda games or just really want to see what is unquestionably a part of gaming history, um, then one hundred percent play this. If you can get a hold of the three DS version, then yeah, fine. It has those quality of life things. Um just make sure you have a walkthrough if you're using an emulator make sure you use the save states because they make life so much easier um but overall no i wouldn't recommend this game i wouldn't i'm sorry i Ooh, I, I wouldn't um i ignoring the age of the game there are far too many plot holes for me to yeah. look past personally as as somebody yeah. who i mean i i've said before like i've played through the majority of Majora's Mask, but this is the first Zelda game that I've properly sat down and played all the way through. Right. And I've properly properly like critically thought about and questioned the things right. happening in the plot. Um and I'm kind of nervous to do it for Metal Gear. But right. <laughs> um I just I can't. There are so many plot holes in this yeah. entire game and I feel that it was always kind of bound to happen when you deal with time travel as like the main construct of of a game, um, and kind of like we alluded to earlier, where now you have these three or four different timelines of Zelda, just because of Ocarina. Essentially, you know, right. um, but I mean, it, if you're, uh, what I would say is that if you, if you are somebody who wants to play a game in history, or if you've played Zelda and you want to see the foundation that everything was built from 100 percent play this game but if you're somebody who plays games just as an escape somebody who you know maybe on a friday night after work plays a bit of online gaming with their mates or maybe you play a bit of like the witcher or something on the weekend and you just play it as like a kind of casual side hobby then no i don't think ocarina is for you personally
0: Well, Ben, uh, you can put in your two weeks now. Uh, just, wow, Just kidding. Jesus. Yeah, um, I, I was thinking no. this. I was
1: like, I wonder if Jared came up with this podcast just to get me to play Ocarina after like <laughs> six years of saying I should play it. I
0: mean, partially, but no. I, I mean, again, Kai and I have played this game so many times. But I'm, I was so curious about the, the point of view or the perspective of someone who has never
2: played this game not only that, but who doesn't really have a ton of experience with Zelda.
0: Right, because I mean, you can I know a lot of people that just kind of skipped maybe they're younger and they skipped Ocarina and they played like, you know, Twilight and Skyward Wind Waker. and Wind Waker, Which... and they still love the series but I'm, I am was curious to someone that wasn't super familiar with the series and who had never played this game, what their thoughts were. So no, I, I totally understand, and all those things plot holes and all, <laughs> if you don't have a lot of nostalgia or love for the series are kind of hard to get through
1: so, no. it's. I mean, it's... I will say I will say the that plot holes aside the gameplay of the game itself and the right. way it does the puzzles of the dungeons mm-hmm. and you know this kind of you know I was a bit nervous listening back to it but we, I alluded to earlier like the fact of Ocarina kind of began this tradition of like these open world linear games where right. you, you have an area to travel to but there are bits on the side to explore mm-hmm. um, and it's easy to see Why people love this game, and it's easy to see why. Even like some bits we've said before, like the Z targeting and the auto jump, they kind of faded off. But it's easy to see how influential it was on the world of gaming. Yeah, I just, for me, I'm, I'm a stickler for time travel stuff. We've said this before. (laughs) Like, it really rubs me up the wrong way when something does time travel and does it bad. And Ocarina is probably the worst time travel <laughs> plot that I've ever <laughs> actually experienced. Yeah, um, and I just, for me of trip personally, was I can't plot
2: holes.
0: <laughs>
1: for me personally, I can't see past that.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I can totally understand that. I mean, thinking back to like other games, you know, uh, like you said, it's if for a history piece. If you want to go and kind of see what the original 3D games were, like Super Mario 64 and this game, then like, yeah, it's something to check out. Like if we went back and played pac-man or galaga like that did a lot for gaming but we're like i mean yeah they're they're good Mm -hmm. but it's not like i don't i'm not i don't love this game because we don't have that nostalgia attachment for those much older arcade version of games either yeah
1: um yeah yeah i definitely yeah sorry i was just gonna say i definitely think that that replaying a game like ocarina is it appeals to a certain type of person oh yeah. yeah um it's not gonna be for everybody
2: it reminds me a lot of like cult movies, especially yeah. of like the 1970s and stuff like the, the original slasher movies, like, like what you're saying is, you know, there's a lot wrong with them, right? Like mechanically this game. And even it, with the plot, like there's these gaping holes in these things that are, that we're all used to in quality of life, but there's something, it's a cultural touchstone enough mm-hmm. where I think if you care like about the series, it's something you should go back to. Um, mm-hmm. and that those things kind of aren't, you know, necessarily, uh, an issue enough to dissuade you from playing it and and as jared said you know the, the 3ds version does bring a lot of improvements yeah, it's yeah. just are you willing to track down a 3ds if you don't have one and also find a copy of the uh of the game or buy one
1: yeah i mean i will say that like purely just from a gameplay perspective i've really enjoyed my time playing ocarina yeah like genuinely um yeah. you know the use of the the use of like objects in an environment like a 3d environment mm-hmm. you know even small things like i don't think we talked about it but there was a section in the spirit temple i believe when you're child link you have to throw the boomerang mm-hmm. behind the bridge to hit yeah, the around crystal the to make the bridge the <laughs> just small things like that like you know if something happened like that in a game today you'd be like oh yeah whatever but yeah, back in yeah. 98 that's like that's crazy that was like taking like, into account was... yeah like
0: oh i have to take into account the arc of the boomerang throw and have that wrap around and hit a button on the other side of this room behind an object
1: yeah i mean i did it a couple of times and i actually threw it past the crystal Oh, i did it lots of times <laughs> i had to backtrack myself and i mean i genuinely did enjoy playing it and i enjoyed i mean i i'm big on like as much as I love video games, I do also enjoy like the history of video games and kind of yeah. looking back at where we, where they've come from. Mm-hmm. So I did enjoy that aspect of it. It's just that plot is a killer for me. I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs>
0: but we did it, guys. Hopefully, you did it along with us. We finished The Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time. Uh, next week, what we're going to start implementing is in between some of our maybe longer, larger games, yeah. longer series. We're going to kind of do interstitial episodes where we play through smaller games that might not warrant, you know, five or six episodes. Maybe we'll talk about games that we're currently playing outside of the podcast, talk about our life. We're not sure, but what we are going to play next week is a small little game called Frog Fractions. And if you don't know what Frog Fractions are, don't worry, neither do we. But it's appeared on so many Game of the Decades, Best Game of All Time. Games of
1: All Time. Wasn't the, I think it was, I believe it's free on Steam.
0: Yes. If you have a Mac or PC, it's free on Steam. So if you want to play along with us, you can go check it out because we're going to be playing through, not the entirety of it, but we're just going to spend all of next week just playing through some of it and then talking about our experiences with that game.
1: Yeah. Because I just wanted to say like, even the edition on Steam is called like Game of the Decade.
0: Right. And we, I, I know little about this, aside from those frogs, and uh, apparently fractions as well. It's kind of a, a mix fun of the education, entertainment. kind yeah, of thing. Yeah,
2: to, to give some backstory to this game, the game was originally released as a Flash game on the internet, so the, the Steam version is obviously just kind of like an emulation of that originally, but it was the design of it is to emulate those kind of early educational games and those flash games that we all played on like Newgrounds or yeah, on, yeah. you know, mathgames.com And I don't know what the the UK version of those <laughs> things is, but that okay. was at least for us here. Um, and so it, it, it took that genre and kind of turned it into something that it never was, which was like an interesting experience or something that was more than just, you know, this, these little puzzles. Right. Um, so there's like I'm, a
0: skill tree for some reason. Yeah, I don't know. I'm
2: pumped. This is, this is my stuff. Weird indie titles. Kai and I have talked
0: about this game for what seems like years oh, at this yeah. point, so we're excited years. to finally play through it or play. Yeah, it. when you
1: said to me like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna do Frog Fractions," and
0: Um, yes, <laughs> <laughs> said but after that, so, so two weeks from today, we will be starting Metal Gear Solid, our next very large series, and I'm pumped. Never played through a Metal Gear game. It's it's one of Ben's Ben's children, so. It'll be a flip on what Ocarina of Time was for us.
1: What I'll do is at the end of the Frog Fractions video there's some things I want to say about Metal Gear. Um, and so I will I will go through them at the end of the Frog Fraction video ready for people to get Metal Gear. Um, uh, I mean, if you have a PS1, I'd recommend playing it on the PS1. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you need to emulate it then you can do that. Yeah, I don't think it's available like
0: digitally anywhere either huh
1: no I don't know if it's what it might be on PS now don't quote me on that mm-hmm. Um, but no as far as I know either owning a physical copy or emulating it are the best two options right right
0: yeah so get ready you guys get Metal Gear Solid if you want to play frog factions with us again it's free on Steam if you have PC or Mac we so go download it it's costs you nothing besides time. <laughs>
1: it's interesting
0: <laughs> that's all we have for you guys today make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Pod uh, for more updates on what we're playing through uh, what we're going to be playing through next and all that fun stuff Till then we'll see you next time next week with Frog Factions see ya
3: <laughs>